I'm feeling fucked up too. I'm like, you know, I'm I'm ready to ruffle some feathers. Let let let's let's, let's debate about some bullshit. You know? And then some and then other times I'd be just like, this shit is beneath me. It's your fucking friends, right? Gotta keep the pack on me. Walking charge with the pole. I wanna do it cause it's fun. Hotbox with the homies. All gas niggas slowly. I'm trying to do bad things and drive into a car. All gas niggas slowly. Stuff with my friend. What is up? I'm your host, BC, aka OG Ben Kenobi. When you see me in the streets, please act like you don't know me because I'm an introverted extrovert. I'm going to need you to respect the science one time for your mind. But today, my friend Lark came through to the Stuff with Friends studio to chop it up with your boy. Lark is a former military man, mechanic, um, pretty dope MC, you know what I'm saying, on the low. But more than anything, he's like a modern-day philosopher. He's always on Facebook, on his social media, espousing, you know, what comes to his head. And a lot of those things are pretty interesting. But I'm not going to hold you. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to let my boy Lark get to philosophizing for the people. Good stuff for my friend. Right. It's just like with, um, well, like, let's say you smoking Reggie, right? <laughs> like, everybody started off smoking Reggie, at least that I know. And yeah, not every these young kids they starting they jumping straight into the gas packs. But yeah, most yeah. of us though, most started with some red and Reggie was great. You know when you first started with it, and then all of a sudden you got a hold of some gas, and then you notice the difference, it, and it was like like the taste was totally different. Like yeah. like, like you could taste the that's sort of like what happened with me is that whenever I went so long without smoking, it was like my taste buds started completely over. So it's not like I'm you know, going from a place of smoking gas and then all of a sudden, you know what I mean, reverting yeah. back because then you'll taste it. Like yeah. me, my taste buds started over. So it's just like this is just what it is. Yeah, there, so there when is you went no... to the CBD, you were, it was like a whole new fresh experience. You know? Right. Yeah. Right. That makes sense. And it's a more a less paranoid experience because you don't have to worry about getting locked up over it. Hell yeah. So that's, a, that's always a plus. Hell living yeah. in the great state of texas <laughs> hell yeah but yeah bro i've never like literally all of my life i've always called you lark what do you prefer to be called lark i so, mean i just want to make sure because i just I, I just never thought about it like i was always presented <laughs> you always presented as lark and so i was like I'm ne- right. i've never seen like maybe he doesn't like that because you know some you know some people they get like nicknames and shit and that shit just stick and they don't really like it but they just don't ever tell people not to say so, yeah, like, my nickname was dallas like that, that was the nickname i got when i was in the navy yeah but, uh, that makes sense yeah but but like since i live here it's like it's kind of weird it's like oh somebody called me dallas and dallas like oh no or maybe it's just me but but that that was my that's my nickname. Yeah. Like, like, outside of, outside of here. Like, like if, if I was to go to like New Orleans or something, yeah. People somebody say they know Dallas. me. Yeah. Like, they don't even know know me as Lark. It's just Dallas. For sure. Yeah. Like they think that's my real name. Yeah. Crazy. Well, for those who are listening, we're speaking to. Are we recording? To Lark, aka Dallas. Yeah. Yeah, man. Oh man. That's a nice little conversation going. Yeah. But I appreciate you coming through though. Mm. Blessing the podcast. Talking to me, conversation with the people. You know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah. But yeah, my podcast has no like 
direct aim, no direct focus. You know what I'm saying? We could talk about current events or we could talk about what's on your mind. But um, normally at the beginning of all my podcasts, I like to ask a couple of questions, just basic questions, not like uh, Vlad TV or like <laughs> FBI investigation questions. But uh, let's see. So, what was your first car? Chevy Corsica. Chevy Corsica. What color? Blue. Blue. That's crazy. My mom had a Chevy Corsica. I remember being in that Chevy Corsica, listening to the radio when uh we heard that Tupac died. But yeah. Uh. It is. That's what I connect blue Chevy Corsicas to. <laughs> How did you get that? How did you get it? Did you buy it? Or was it a gift or a hand me down? Yeah, my grandpa gave it to me. Yeah. Um. Professional music. It, it was. It was kind of a funny story. Like um, I used to live in Missouri. Like like my grandpa got sick, and so I moved uh-huh. out there to Missouri for like two years. Yeah. And then um, like I would help him out a lot because my grandma, she's kind of like heavy set, and um. You know, she worked full time. Like, so we like moved across the street and I, I was helping him out a lot. And he, he had got a, a Ford Explorer because he had had a stroke. And so having to squat down into like the, the smaller car was difficult. So he got like a truck so he, he could just jump up into it. And, and, and he he gave it to me. You know, he, he was just like, I want you to have it because, yeah. you know, my wife. I can't drive. My 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 wife's driving my, my truck I just got and you just you just got your permit. And um yeah, he gave it to me, man. It was kinda of bittersweet because yeah. my mom jumped in and was like, you know, you're not old enough to have a car by yourself. And so we gotta both be in it. <laughs> and um I, I was like, nah, nah, that's bullshit. It's man. like both of ours. We just keep yeah. it in my house. You know what I'm saying? Hey, I was like, like, nah, nah, nah. That's, that's bullshit, mom. Bob's like, do that to you. <laughs> yeah, and she was like, "No, no, 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 you're not old enough." And, and so, I, I, you know, I, I, I took it, and um, you know, I, I was working at like this little, little restaurant called like CNR Cafe, mm-hmm. and uh, I wasn't making much money. But this it was is just, back in Dallas, though. No, this was I'm still in Missouri. Missouri. Okay, yeah, because she was like, "If you're gonna have the car, do you need a job to support it?" Yeah, and I wasn't making much money, but I made just enough for me to like. Get the insurance on it and like fill up the tank. Yeah. And that's all you need when you're young. Shit, man. I remember, man, my mom would come through and unask them keys, man. I'd fill up the tank. She murk out in that motherfucker. Like, Damn, man. <laughs> Damn, Damn. I, I burped you. Right. <laughs> I, I, I thought you was just on there so so I could get, get my name on the title. Like, like you didn't completely took over. Snatch my car from me. Because she drove a truck, but the truck was like a gas guzzler. Gas guzzling. And it was her dream truck. Like, she didn't really want to put any miles on it. The, you know, my car was just like easier to like whip and maneuver through traffic. Yeah. You know, good on gas. Commuter. Yeah. Yeah, she bittersweet. Blue Chevy Corsica. How did how did that car meet its end? I got jumped. No. Yeah, I got jumped. Uh, over that Duncanville Lipscomb Elementary. And um, yeah, fucked up my car. Yeah. No shout out to Duncanville on that, but d- shout out to the uh, their high school sports are going crazy right now. They out there like dominating, doing some good shit. So shout out to them on that tip. But it's no jumping people and stealing cars, bro. That's, nah, they that didn't steal it. They just totaled it out. Man. Fucking like they, up cars. Broke it, broke the windows, jumped all over this shit. That's weak as fuck. So uh, let's see. Not a very enjoyable experience. 
Lucky Charms, Frosted Flakes, or Fruit Loops? I'm going to have to go with Fruit Loops. Fruit Loops? I like Fruit Loops. I would probably pick Fruit Loops too because I feel like that's the one that tastes best dry because I'm not really a big milk guy. So, like, Fruit Loops, I, I feel like I can, like, just take a handful of those, get a bag of those, have a nice little snack or something. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But you don't fuck with the charms, though? The marshmallows don't really... See, like, Lucky Charms and Frosted Flakes are kind of, like, in the same category because you have to eat them real fast before yeah, it gets soft. Like, soggy. you can take your time with Fruit Loops. But... That's a very good point. Yeah. Yeah. I've, that's probably why Fruit Loops would be mine, too, as well. Because, like I said, I'm not that much of a milk person anyway, so if it's soggy, I definitely don't want to eat it. Uh, would you rather fight 100 duck-sized horses or one horse-sized duck? A hundred horse-sized ducks, or one duck-sized no one horse-sized duck, or a hundred duck-sized horses. So, would you rather fight a hundred baby horses or one giant duck? You yeah. bunch of baby horses. That, that giant duck is probably pretty heavy. Yeah, I, it's I, like a it's pretty much like a dragon because they have like uh, talons on their feet and their beaks are real sharp and they can snap. They can fly. So there's that. It's a, it's a dragon, but the only thing about the hundred uh, duck sized horses is I feel like you would get tired because that's a lot, and they're still even though they're small, they're still strong. You know what I'm saying? Their their hooves are sharp and their teeth. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I probably couldn't outrun them. But I'm thinking like all melee weapons, like so you could have a sword or something. It'd be unfair to just pull out an M16 and spray them down. But like, yeah, like so like. Maybe you have a sword or a bat or something like that. You know what I'm saying? That's a lot of swinging. Your arms will get tired. You have to, like, work out. You have to prep for it. <laughs> I don't think I would have to fight all of them. Maybe if I kick, like, 20 of them over, the rest of them will run. <laughs> Bro, that's what I'm That's what What's I'm crazy is I have, I've, had <laughs> what one other, I've had one other guest say that same exact thing. Only yeah. one other person. He was like, nah, bro. He said, what's up, murder? The first couple was, they going to get scared. And then yeah. I'm just going to chase them down. I was yeah. like, damn, bro. You going to just slaughter them? He was like, they tried to kill me. Yeah. <laughs> nah, but for real, though. That's an interesting take. It's always interesting because some people, you know, they say they'd rather just go for the, the duck because once it's over, it's over. You know what I'm saying? You try to get a wing or you try to cut a foot off or something and go from there. But yeah, but it's a, a big, heavy duck. That's a big risk. It's, the, it's a bigger risk reward factor. It's a big, heavy duck, though. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like, like I said, it's like it's a dragon. It's pretty much a dragon. A yeah. dragon with feathers. Right. I, I, I don't know. Horses seem pretty friendly. I, I, I would like to. <laughs> I just seen some mean ass ducks, and if it got the size of a horse, oh, man, I've I seen probably some mean ass horses. All right, I'm mean pretty, ass horses. You have, I'm pretty, you haven't living in Texas and Missouri. Not, you ever seen no mean horses? I've seen a couple mean horses. I've never horse. seen anybody like chase down I'm and attack by a horse. I've seen people fuck with horses and get bit, yeah. but never like nigga just running from a horse because. Yeah, <laughs> you know that's a good man? point. I, I I haven't seen that either. That is a good point. But yeah, I've seen, I've seen yeah I've seen a lot of people like fucking with horses or just being real close to them, not even fucking with them, but the horse is just irritated and he like right. do a back kick or something, right? Kick the shit out of you. Yeah. Um, Fresh Prince, Martin, or Jamie Foxx show. You're the first person to say that. I'm glad. I'm glad I got somebody on here to say that. Why? Why do you pick that 
Why do you pick that up over like Martin and, and Fresh Prince? I feel like Jamie was funny as hell. Like like Martin was funny. Was, Fresh Prince was funny. But like something about it just kind of seems like before my time. You know what I mean? Even I when I was that. a kid. I can feel that. You know what I mean? Like like Jamie Foxx, he, you know what I mean? He he kind of reminded me of like a Steve Urkel. You know what I mean? <laughs> How he was chasing fancy. Yeah. Yeah. I could watch that shit all day. But like, you know, no disrespect to like the Fresh Prince of Martin because funny as hell. Especially, you know, I, I watched all of them, but if I had to just sit down and like watch one, it'd probably be Jamie Foxx. Because you get like a total package. He's like yeah. a funny guy. And you remember insane. like the Jingles 2000 and all that type of shit? Yeah. That shit was funny as fuck. No, and he he, he had characters too, like um like Martin Wood, Tyrone Coppel and shit like that. Right. You remember he had a young uh what's that what's the dude's name? Something like something brown, like Antonio not Antonio Brown, but like uh, Orlando Brown. You remember Orlando Brown was on there? Young Orlando Brown. I said, give me some chili cheese fries, bruh. Yeah. Yeah, you, he was like the uh Jamie Foxx did like the Big Brothers Big Sister program. I think they right. called it like the little homies program on this yeah. show. And so like he had like a little he mentored a little kid and it was Orlando Brown, you know, like from That's So Raven and shit like that. Yeah, I, I know I was I know what that so you're talking about. Yeah, and so uh, but yeah, young Orlando Brown was on there. There were a lot of uh famous people on there. He had Gladys Knight on there. <laughs> yeah. That little Orlando Brown was being bad as hell. Yeah. But um, I can feel what you're saying too, as far because I know, like, I really like Martin. I think Martin's funny, but it would I I probably would pick Fresh Prince because I feel like I grew up with Fresh Prince and it made more sense to me as a kid. When I was a kid seeing Martin, like, it there was definitely a lot of funny stuff, but it was not the the stuff that was like really funny. I didn't understand that until I was older. You know, like the more adult concepts about in the relationship dynamics of them and all that type of stuff, and you know, like. But Fresh Prince, I grew up with that, and I understood that. You know, he's in high school. He's in school. He's dealing with more, like, lighthearted and child-oriented problems, you know? Right. So that's probably why I would pick Fresh Prince. But after that, it probably would be Jamie Foxx. Jamie Foxx is hilarious. Like, that show is very underrated. His stand-ups are underrated, in my opinion. I've never even seen one of them. Yeah, like, he – because he only – I don't know how many he has, but, like, full um, sets. But there's one specific one that, like, I've heard, and that was hilarious. But, uh, let's see. Batman, Superman, or Spider-Man? Like, have to watch it? Like, like... Not movies, just all, just in general, the character. Like, just like, 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 fuck the movie, like, who do you think to... is a better hero? Who do you think is a better oh, okay. character? You know, not necessarily, like, not, not who had, because obviously, if not, it's the movie, some of those movies suck. Not who's more entertaining, but, but, but who's... Yeah. Kind of philosophy. I, I yeah, guess. exactly. Like yeah. who do who do you and and all of that. You like how they carry yeah, how they carry themselves, how they go about fighting crime, how they go about you know what I'm saying? How much they do or don't fight crime, <laughs> the crime they choose to fight. Cause you got some you got a guy with no powers, a guy born with powers, and a guy who had powers kind of pushed upon him. So you have those dynamics as well. I'm leading towards Leaning towards Batman, even though I would really, even though I really love the superpower, like Batman yeah. is just like a, you know, I'm I'm a, I like working on shit, man. Like Batman got all the gadgets. Yeah, I can feel. You know that. what I mean? He he got Your like mechanics. his own little little cave. He got like a man cave. He got like the Batmobile and I can shit. Feel that. 
You know what I mean? He be fucking. He be. And if you think about it, he when he's out there fighting crime, he has more to lose. Like Superman ain't really worried about like dying like that. We or at least not as much as Batman is. Batman ain't got no super strength. Batman can get thrown across the fucking. You know what I'm saying? Can't get dropped from a building and survive. Right. You know what I'm saying? Spider-Man isn't, like, the strongest hero, but he's still stronger than the average human. He's still faster than the average human. So, like, his risk level isn't as high as Batman. Batman's just a regular nigga. Right. Yeah. With a whole bunch of cool shit. Yeah, a whole bunch of money. I think Batman was player, man. You know? Superman, he was cool, you know, because he came from outer space. Yep. You know what I mean? He was adopted by, like, people that he was more powerful than. Ain't that some shit? Yeah. Yeah. Like uh, Hercules. Right. Superman is a very humble persona. You know, Spider-Man is is kind of like a, he's almost like a, like a, like a parental figure. You know what I mean? Because he, he, he had all of that stuff kind of just thrown on him. And then he kind of, and then he takes pictures of himself. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, like, like he gives them little hints. Do you think yeah. that's weird? Do you think that's kind of like uh like narcissistic? Yeah, it is. <laughs> but it's funny. I never you know thought about I mean? that. Like yeah. that. But he does it to survive because he doesn't because low key is humble because he does he could use his powers to make money. And I'm pretty sure people would just all you know, some of the people he saves would be like, let me repay you. But he doesn't accept that. He makes his money off of like taking pictures of himself and selling it to the newspaper as Peter Parker. So it's like he's not really hurting anybody. It's a, it's, a, it's he's keeping, you know, he has a little economic ecosystem it ain't hurting nobody that's helping people <laughs> i think the real secret it is a little narcissistic i think the though. real secret behind <laughs> spider-man is that everybody knows that, it, that that it's him taking pictures of himself yeah <laughs> would I that be you. some shit i mean you have to re- if you really think about like or even think about superman the fact that he just takes his glasses off and nobody knows who he is or even uh, batman batman all he does is like start talking like this and then he's like oh my god i can't tell who you are from the like, if I saw you from the low down and I knew you, if you were, like, a famous rich person in the city and I see you in the newspaper and stuff all the time, I would know or at least speculate. Like, damn, that looks like Bruce Wayne's mouth. Right. Because <laughs> you, like you see him from the lows down in his, in his outfit. But you see Superman's whole face. It's like everybody knows, but nobody wants to, like, break the news to him. Like, you know what you do. <laughs> <laughs> they just got to let him play out his fantasies. There's a, actually a, a a YouTube skit I saw about that on uh about Batman, and uh he was talking to Commissioner Gordon, and Commissioner Gordon was like, I can I, I can tell it's you, Bruce. He's like, No, you can't. He's like, I know it's you. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not. I'm Batman. <laughs> <coughs> no, no, it ain't me. Over there puffing on that good old CBD. You know what I mean? You know what I'm saying? Keep it legal, children. Keep it legal. So, uh, Gucci or Jeezy? Jeezy? That was a quick answer. Yeah. Have you thought about this before? Yeah. I mean, like, I have to... Oh, you just I, have I, that I, preference. You just know that. Yeah, like, I sit around and listen to a lot of music. And I, Jeezy I to just Jeezy appeals to you. way more than I listen to it. Is there something that you can point out to in Jeezy that you feel like appeals to you more so than... That's something like something that Gucci lacks? Are you... I feel like... Gucci... I feel like Gucci is like a mediocre rapper... With like a larger than life personality, like yeah. like I I don't think like Gucci's rap skills it what is what got him where he's at. I I think yeah. it's just who he is as a person. Yeah, you know what I mean. But but I I think like whenever you're sitting down listening to the music, 
I, I don't think like you really need that from Jeezy. Like, like I, I think you could just yeah listen to his music and without never knowing, even seen him, don't know anything him. about him. You just be like, right? So I can feel it because I can feel, the first time I ever the first time I ever um heard. Jeezy, I remember like my older brother was playing like a mixtape, like a Gangsta Grills mixtape, and it was that song that uh, gang gang gangsters, street niggas, real gangsters, street right. niggas. But yeah, I was like, who is this? And, it, and the whole song was just going so hard. I was like, who the fuck is this? And hey. then when I went back to Texas, when I flew back to Texas from St. Louis, I like immediately went to like fucking LimeWire. <laughs> I was like, I've been jamming Jeezy since she was with uh Boys in the Hood. Yeah, the Puff Daddy, Jody Breeze, Jody Breeze went hard. Yeah. I'm pretty sure you out there still making music. I just ain't checked for it, but Jody Breeze was going hard. So we got Jeezy over Gucci. Michael LeBron. Like, to be honest, like, the older I get, the less I watch sports. Yeah. So, like, I remember Mike. I feel that, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I know I know LeBron as a person, but, but like, I don't really watch. You know, like, I might watch some of his highlights. Yeah, you see him in the media, but you don't really, right. like, watch his games and analyze his game. Yeah, really especially that. doing and and like like during the time where when Mike was Mike, you know what I'm saying? Like there wasn't as much media to sidetrack you, and like you know what I'm saying. There wasn't so much to consume, you know. So it's kind of like if you're into sports, this is what you're watching. It's not like oh, I can watch this, or I can watch European League, or I can watch you know clips all day on YouTube, or I can go on Hulu and watch a, a thirty for thirty documentary and be like so consumed by so much stuff. You know what I'm saying? Like back then, it was like what's on TV at that time. It wasn't even TiVo or anything back then. You right. had to like learn how to set up a VHS player if you wanted to record. Mm-hmm. Like, so like it was like we need to catch this game right now. He's coming on. Okay, what? Saturday night, eight p.m. We have to be there Saturday night, eight p.m. And so like people were more focused and it was more like mesmerizing. You know, it captured people more. Yeah, it was like back in those times, basketball seemed more like street ball. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I think I can see that. I think over time, basketball has become more organized. I kind of like that. It's because I, I, there's a lot of less. Uh, I, I like the more. Um, there's a lot more emphasis on ball movement to me. Right, like like back in the gap, like when Mike was playing and shit, like it wasn't no telling what what they was liable to do. You know what yeah. I mean? It, it it was it was some real street ball shit. Well, they didn't. They weren't allowed to run zones, and during uh, Jordan's era. So like, you can only play man to man, or you have to hardcore commit to like a double team. So, cause it or they would call illegal defense. You know, if you're like drifting between two players, like low key trying to defend two players, they considered that like a college style defense, and it didn't come in to like the early two thousands. But um, so that's that's a big part of I feel like what you're saying, cause it's a lot of like heads up, like talent versus talent. You know what I'm saying? Who's the best? Are you a better defender than I am a scorer, and vice versa? You know. Yeah, I guess it's because back then, it, you know, Mike, I think with LeBron, he's a good dude, you know? like um, From what you have seen, would you put him in your top players of all time right now? Or would you? Or is that something you're just going to wait to his career over? I would because okay. I don't really have any, any – I don't really watch it enough to, to, to be able to dissect him in that sort of a way. Yeah. I just know LeBron because – He's LeBron. He's bigger than life right now. Right. You know what I mean? Like, I've seen him coming. I remember what I always remember LeBron because whenever he first came out, it was like he's a high schooler. I was like, man, he looked like a grown ass man. Yeah. 
You know what I mean? <laughs> For real. Ain't no way he's 16. Yeah. I, remember, I remember the first time I seen bro, I am like, man, he, he fucking older women. You know what I mean? <laughs> he got to be sneaking in I the think cl- I was like maybe like a junior or senior when that was. So then you probably were like a year out of high school maybe. Year or two out of high school. Maybe. Yeah. yeah but I was like, man, LeBron probably be getting sneaked in the club. <laughs> he, he, he got a girlfriend who he done lied to his age about. You know? Yeah. Like, like LeBron. That's how, that's how I remember LeBron. Yeah, LeBron LeBron was that guy from the beginning. I feel like he had a whole, like, that's a a lot of pressure that you have to consider, you know? Like, Jordan, he came in, you know what I'm saying? He was he was a, a good player. He was kind of held back because he wasn't, like, the star player. He wasn't used as a star player uh, when he was in college. And so when he got to got to uh, NBA, he had to, like, prove himself more. Like, NBA from the beginning, all eyes was on him. It was like, all right, go, you know? Huh. So I feel like their paths are different too. So if you, I feel like if you take both of their like NBA paths, even if you just look at their game, not even that stuff off the court, I feel like once you really start dissecting it, it's like harder to start comparing them because they're so totally different people, players. They played in different eras and times. You know, like I said, like Jordan never played against his own defense. Like that's like how can you compare the two? Like what you gotta ask yourself is why would you compare? I know they don't even play the same position. Like uh, I can see, I can see if it was more Kobe and Jordan because they played the same position, and Kobe was damn near Jordan clone, you know. But mm-hmm. yeah, so they don't. Yeah, I, I feel you. Yeah, but it, it's just hot. It's just what people like to do. Like <clears throat> especially when you watch uh, ESPN with these twenty-four hour news cycles. That's what like started all this bullshit. They just got to constantly fill these slots with bullshit. And this is sports. They do this shit with real, you know, air quotes news as well. But, like, they got to keep something in the news cycle at all times because it's a 24-hour news channel. But, like, with ESPN, like, you know, you'll turn on and you'll turn it on. They'll be talking dumb shit. They'll be like, is Patrick Mahomes going to be the, the fucking Jeff Gordon of the NFL? Like, what does that even mean, bro? What are you talking about? <laughs> what, right. is, what are we really talking about right now so it's like why you have to really it's a good i feel like you pose a good question like sometimes you have to ask like why did we ask this question in the first place why do we pose this situation why do we propose this you know hypothetical because like we're never going to see them play against each other we're never going to see them play play one-on-one or we're never going to be able to see them both at their primes hand pick their teams and like you know go at it or do like a seven game playoff series or something you know we're never going to see that, so why? Why can't we appreciate them separately for who they are? I think it's because you want to see who people saw them. Uh, you know, it, it's like a... Like some okay boomer type shit. Right, it's, it's, it's like... <laughs> it's like your answer is like a reflection of yourself. Yeah. You know what I mean? Not necessarily... I mean, low-key, that's why I ask these questions right now, you know? Yeah. That's why it's on my list, so yeah, yeah I feel you. Not necessarily like 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 how good do do each one of them play? It, it's like it's who like, are you? Yeah, and then are you, are you Michael not only, LeBron? Not only who you choose, but how do you go about defending them? Are you coming yeah. like straight with stats, or is it all passion and or I know because I know it is because it is. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. Or do you just really hate LeBron, or do you just really hate Jordan? Do you have is it hating your heart, my nigga? Like you know what I'm saying? Like, right. Yeah, that's a good point. That's a very good point. Huh. So let's see, Tekken Street Fighter. Or Mortal Kombat, any game in the series too. That's a hard one. I even let you pull Marvel versus Capcom into Street Fighter. I'm gonna have to go. Tekken. Even if you could pull Marvel versus Capcom into Street Fighter, 
I was just better at Tekken. Uh, <laughs> like, like I remember who did when you I play used, with? Who did you use? I used to use like Law. Law. Law was my yeah, dude, bro. but because he looked like Bruce Lee. But I remember, man, Mortal Kombat and Street Fighter, and I was losing. Yeah, you know what I mean. It just wasn't my game. But like, I I can get on Tekken, I I can start winning. Yeah. So that yeah, I, I like Tekken, but. Yeah, Street Fighter and Mortal Kombat are definitely, especially Mortal Kombat, and it, you know. Yeah, it, it was a game changer, especially when it first came out, the fatalities and all the blood and guts and shit. It set the foundation for, for all of the rest of the video games that came out. Like, Mortal Kombat was like, I don't know which one came first, Mortal Kombat or Street Fighter. I think it was Street Fighter. Yeah, I'm not sure. Probably. They came right... I remember them being being out around the same time, but they like set the set the stage for everything else. Yeah, you know, and so it's kind of hard to to not pick one of the two. But yeah, I was better at Tekken. <laughs> I can feel that. I remember I had a uh, my uh, two friends. They were brothers, Jared and Jamal. They lived next to me. But Jared, he fucking knew how to use Law's uh special. It's like a super long ass combo. Where, like, if he hits you with it, you literally have, like, one health point left. It was, like, almost a, like, one-hit kill. And he knew how to use it. And it was, like, unstoppable. And we used to be, we used to get so mad at him. Because, yeah. like, you couldn't beat it. <laughs> he would beat our ass with that shit. Like, bro, this is not fair, bro. Were you, uh, uh like, uh, I'm going to punch you up against the wall so you can't move over and over? Were you were you one of them? Nah. Like, if you got a Mortal Kombat or Street Fighter? Like, bro, stop cheating, bro. I wasn't real good at those video games. I was the guy to get you up against the wall and just keep tripping you. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Cause like if you can time it right, they can never get up. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? That shit is irritating as fuck. Yeah. Like, bro, stop, bro. That's cheating. You'd be like, if the game lets you do it, bro. If the game lets you do it, it ain't cheating. Yeah. <laughs> get your sticks up, bro. All right. <laughs> All right. So like take yourself back. Let's take ourselves back in time. And you're young, you're little you're a little lark, little Dallas. You know what I'm saying? You're at whatever age your mom okay you to like go walk to the store by yourself you have five dollars in your pocket you go to the corner store what do you buy uh hot cheetos and dr pepper <laughs> that's a hell of and a combination bro. hot cheetos Dr. <laughs> probably why i got stomach ulcers. i'm about to say bro like hot cheetos dr pepper taffy that was my go-to things I see those Dr. Pepper, Laffy Taffy. You probably still have like a dollar, dollar fifty left over. Yeah, I probably just get a lot of Laffy Taffy. A lot. <laughs> yeah. Which flavor? Were you? Did you eat the banana? I know. I like the pink one. Strawberry oh yeah, one. those were real good. You can't go wrong with that. Oh yeah. Yeah. So what was, would it have been a gas station or a corner store? Is it was? Is there a specific store that you remember that it would have been? When I first, it wasn't a gas station or a corner store. We we had, we had candy the, lady. We had the chip house. Yeah, it was pretty much like the candy lady. Yeah. The uh, chip, chip house. house. He had like all of these off-brand chips. And you can get them for like cheap. You know, chips yeah. and like off-brand soda. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Just some vests or something. Yeah. I don't think people could do that today. Because a Karen would call the police. Um, There is a black man who doesn't even live in my neighborhood. I'm in his neighborhood, actually. And it appears that uh, it was he's actually- selling chips to children. It was actually a white dude. <laughs> At the chip house? Oh, white dude. Karen will still call the police. Yeah. Karen's a Karen's. Karen's gonna Karen. Karen's husband was selling us chips. Karen's gonna Karen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Chip house. Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah. 
had a, I had a very awkward come up. Just in life, just the way you grew up, your uh, path in life. Yeah, just how like everything kind of came about. It, it was like I was at Oak Cliff, but like it was weird. <laughs> weird it wasn't like so. it wasn't like the standard Oak Cliff upbringing. Like experience, uh. right? Because my mom was from out of town. You know what I mean, and so. It was like, it was like I would go to school, but like I didn't know everybody because I didn't live in the apartments. Yeah. Nor did I ride the bus. Like in the beginning, like we stayed in like this little shack, and it was like the smallest house in the whole neighborhood. Everybody's houses they had like big three bedroom, and we had like the it looked like the only house left that they hadn't upgraded yet. Yeah. And like tore down and put up. Yeah. And so like. I live right down the street from school, and so I just walked to school. Is that the house that's off of Stanley Smith? Mm-mm. This is when I stayed over there by, like, like Brown, T.W. Brown. Oh, okay. Right? okay. Yeah. And so I walked to school, and so it was kind of awkward because, you know, I went to school with everybody, but, like, when I got to school, it seemed like everybody knew each other. And, and I was kind of like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I feel you. Because that's... I'm from St. Louis, so like moving to Texas, I know exactly how it is. I like I'm straight, not from here. Y'all don't talk the same. The Lou. Yeah, I'm the Lou. Yeah, the Lou. So I definitely understand that. I tell you, I lived out there. Yeah. Yeah, two years. Yeah. I was out there, man. I stayed in a small town though, over there by like Columbia. Yeah, Columbia. I mean, if you know what Columbia. Is. Yeah, I do. Yeah, I, I stayed in a little small town called Huntsville. Okay. But, but, like, we would, because in those little small towns out there, everybody, once they got older, they would move to, like, St. Louis, Kansas City. Yeah, that's how a lot of a lot yeah. of those small places are. Right. My mom's from, like, Gary, Indiana. A lot of people do that. They, like, end up moving to, like, Chicago or something. Yeah, Indianapolis. Like, big city. Yeah. yeah. It was like I was in the cliff, but it really wasn't bad. It was like I had to leave my neighborhood to see the bad shit. But yeah. it was something that I was always doing because... Like outside was the place to be. Yeah, <laughs> you know, like I, like, be. I know what you mean. Like I stayed in, I stayed in a house, but like, you know, I would ride my bikes over there to like the apartments. And the apartments, it looked like New Jack City type shit. You know, yeah. like like it was, you know, like that's where everybody was at. Like, yeah, just hanging out outside. Right. Yeah. So that's where you had to go, because you just ride your bike around the neighborhood. You might see one or two people, but you go over there to the apartments, man. Like it's everybody, yeah. everybody outside. Ride their bikes and shit. It's crazy. Yeah, so that's how it was different. And that's probably is is that how we got to the Facebook post that you be making now? Yeah. <laughs> I be reading some of your Facebook posts. I be like, I wonder what he's over there doing. How do he come, how, why is he thinking about this right now? <laughs> I be on some totally left left field shit. Are so, these all sober thoughts? Yeah. 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 I mean, not the, but not the most recent one. Cause you just started uh, CBD. Mm-hmm. No, but you make some really interesting points though. Uh, you had made one. I forgot. It was about uh, I cannot remember. It was about like men and women. Oh, but you make a lot about men and women, so that's very vague when it comes to to your posts. It's because I'm single. <laughs> so you just be thinking about pussy out of time or something. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. When, when you got pussy, you you, you don't you you're not really just into pussy analyzing like how to get it. You know, it's already there. You know, it's it's it, it, it's almost like it becomes so routine that it 
that you really don't have to talk about. Like, like I, mean, I was talking to my homeboy at my job, Diego. You know, he, he, he told me he was married for like 20-some years. Like, he was still married. And, and, and I was like, you know, I've read all of these relationship books and shit. And I was like, man, what's your secret? Like, what do you do? He's like, don't do anything. Yeah. And I was like, what? Live his life. <laughs> right, he just lived his life. Like, like, like there isn't any sort of, like, things that he does to conform. He, you know, he just is who he is. You know, him, him and his, him and his wife been together for a minute. You know, they, they just, they've been together so long that like, it's no longer like a, like a who's doing right and wrong. Like, like everything kind of meshes together. It's just I know their who you are. You know who I am. Their relationship, their children, yeah, their, their jobs and shit. Like, it's no longer a game they play. But as a single man, it's it's a game that I have to play, just to even get into the door. So I I, I probably overthink it a, a whole lot more than. <laughs> in house crotch. That's a very, that's a very interesting term there. <laughs> I might have to, uh, I might have to appropriate that. Oh, <laughs> uh, you be paying attention to anything like in the media or anything like that lately? I know you be on social media. I don't know how much you pay attention to it. But... I don't watch TV. Yeah, in, I don't in, either. In my way of looking, people watch TV for me. Like, like I, I see everything that happens simply because, you know, yeah. people, people watching it. Like, man, you see this shit? But a lot of the shit that goes on on the media, like, it doesn't even seem real. I feel you. It doesn't. Especially right now. Everything that's going on seems faker by the second. Right. It, it, it's almost like prize fighting. You know, like, they, they, they don't really have to do it. You know what I mean? But, but, but they do it because they benefit from it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, 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 and what's... And what's really fucked up about it, what kind of makes me walk away from it a lot of times is because people are dying for that attention. You know, like, like, like it's, it's like, it's like in my head, I'm thinking like, like I know this shit fake, but they going way too far with this fake shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because a lot of the shit that happens, you know, like, are they putting people on the moon? You know what I mean? Like, like, <laughs> yeah. like you come to tell me that you didn't know by doing or saying what you said was going to fucking ruffle some feathers, you know, but whenever you just look at the world as a whole, you can't do anything without ruffling somebody's feathers. I, I think that whenever you're dealing with the media, you know, they're not in control of the people who see them like, like we do. Like, like if I have a certain opinion and me yeah. and you disagree about it, I can just stop fucking with you. And, and, and you no longer have to be mad about my opposing opinion. But like, whenever you're like in the media, like, it's somebody who doesn't agree, like, like a yeah. group who doesn't agree with what you got going on. So every time you open your mouth, it's it's you know it's a debate, it's conflict, and you know, it is what it is. You know, like teachers on. Yeah, I definitely feel you. I think I think I feel like that's always been kind of a factor. You know what I'm saying? But I feel like it's really amplified now when people we're at a point where people are like debating. You know, like, and that's where the shit gets weird. It's like sometimes, like, like, are we like and even like shit? Like, somebody will say something on camera, and then like the next day, people will say, "No, they didn't say that. No, they didn't." It's like, bro, are are we living in a movie right now, bro? Is this a George Orwell book, bro? Right. Like, what the fuck is happening? <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm gonna tell you what. What, like, makes the facts so blurry is because people start working in teams. 
And so you might you might turn on the TV, right? And hear something like women are underpaid. You know what I mean? But all of the women who are on TV, I'm sorry. All the women who are on TV fuck with each other. And so all of them can just click up and say, "Hey, we're going to send out this message to get a wanted result." You know, even though in your day-to-day life women might be paid more than you are. Most likely, depending on where you where you live because women, especially like in lower income areas, they're more likely to get like the knowledge-based jobs. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Or get the the banks and the Right. Men are more likely to be like manual laborers, which back in the gap paid more money, but since they deindustrialized America, you know, those same like you could be a welder who's who's still struggling, but you know, you, you can you could be sitting behind a computer as like a receptionist somewhere and be making bank. Like you know, I, I had this yeah. conversation before, and you know, like because cause I watch it and I really had to analyze it, and I was like, yo, but why I'm at women got more money than I do, you know? Not only do they have their own money, but they have half of your money just in case shit fucks up. Yeah. So they got at least seventy five percent of the pot of the household income of the household income. You know what I mean? They have that kind of power, but they don't speak about it because. The women that are bringing it up most likely aren't, aren't in that same type of a situation. Because if they was, you know, the, the amount of money that they make, it would be sufficient enough because you got two people in the household. But when it's just you, which a lot of times, which is it's kind of like the ideology that, that's being pushed, it's like like the single, independent, strong woman. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I, I, I definitely... I definitely b- believe that they have to like like the women that are like in the entertainment and stuff like that because they're playing at a totally different level. You know, yeah. down here, you know, like like men practically worship women. You know what I mean? Not all men, but like the majority of them put their life on the line for a woman. Yeah. Give up his whole check, you know, trick up whatever it might be. You know, <laughs> but like yeah, yeah. but like once you start getting up there like these really high paid men like they can demand a, a, a totally different sort of woman <laughs> yeah a totally yeah. different kind of a woman like 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 she can't pull that that same that same type of move because he has so much money he has so much prestige that he can have any woman that he wants like 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 she can't she can't play that game because yeah. because he has options he has choices unlike down here you know you might get one woman, and in order to stay with her, man, you go, you're gonna have to you're gonna have to put up with some bullshit. Because the question is, where are you gonna go? All of the women down here, you know, for the most part, put you in the same sort of situation. But like once you get up, once you start getting up there, you know, um, men are more in control of their sexual urges. You know, like down here, the amount of women that you have sex with, kind of like determines like the status, the status. <laughs> yeah. You know, but up. Once you start getting up there, like people who make it a whole lot of money, in order to get to that point, you know, you have to be in control of your sexual urges. You know, because at any given time, you know, you, you could have a woman walk into your life, you know, with a cleavage out, big-ass booty, you know what I mean? You just not being in control of your sexual urges. You let her in, and the next thing you know, you get divorce rate. 
<laughs> you know, and, and and you could see it coming. You could see it coming. But I feel now I was trying to, I was waiting to see where you were going, but now you I feel I see where you're going. Uh, but like once you start getting up that high, like man, them dudes is just like yeah, I mean, okay, as far as like when you're saying control your sexual urges, I was trying to, I was trying to see exactly what you, what you meant by that. But I get what you're saying. All right. like, yeah, like you don't have to. Yeah, I know you don't have to be a horn dog. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? When you, when you got, when you at a higher status, so you don't have, so you have, you could take the time to sit, analyze, and choose. More like you weren't created to be a horn dog, like, 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 like all the stuff that men do. Like, like in the two separate places, like they were taught to do that in order to be successful. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so, like, like men that are horn dogs, like they, they was taught to be that because at some point in time it was beneficial. You know what I mean? And in, in controlling them. You know what I mean? And for others, it's, it's the independence from the woman, just in the same way that women independent from men. It's the independence from the woman that that kind of uh gives them like a certain level of control yeah you know what i mean but to each his own yeah, it's a very nuanced topic like even like the gender pay gap and all that like you said it's like that may be true here but it may not be true there and there and even if it may even if there is a gap in this situation it may be because of sexism or it may be because women are less likely to go to their bossing as for a raise like there are multiple angles multiple factors you know what i'm saying like i feel the problem is that the at the end of the day the media especially with these 24-hour news cycles like i was saying they like just constantly have to provide information and content to like this like you know this clickbait society this microwave society that doesn't want to sit there and watch hours worth of content to understand something so they have to condense these super deep nuanced topics into like anywhere from a 10 second to like 10 minute segment, which is never enough. But people are completely like basing their opinions off of this stuff. Like instead of like getting the idea from the news and then going to further, you know, going through further research, they're like, oh, I was watching Fox or I was watching MSNBC and they said, there's mercury in the water. So there's mercury in the water. And it's like, then you go and study and it's like, there were traces of mercury and then it gets filtered out. And, and you know what I'm saying? Like there's fear mongering and there's like, people pick, making hard stances based off of incomplete knowledge. You know what I'm saying? It's because what's happening is is that there's no accountability. It's like one time I said on Facebook. Yeah, there's nobody I'm, It's like one time I said on Facebook, I'm not black. And, and just in the same way with like the women, it's like if there's an issue, it's like Sharon's underpaid because you can't say that women are underpaid I mean, because we're talking about it like at a grand scale. You can't say that women are underpaid because all women are underpaid. You have a lot of women that are very privileged. Like like they they go to stores and men that they don't even know open their door. Like you first, my lady. You know what I mean? All women don't get treated like that. You got some of them that might be in like an R. Kelly situation. That's if you, you know? consider that a privilege. Like if you, because you, it's one of those things that like if I, if I, just because I get you a gift, doesn't mean that you wanted that gift and that you owe me anything or that I have to be grateful for it. It might be nice if you would, huh. if you were, but it's like, thanks for opening the door. Huh. It's just that, it's just that whenever, it, it's it's the wording on how shit is being used. Is that? No, I feel you though. It's it's like I said. It's made to. It's made to be 
a black and white scenario. Like it's either this or that. And I'm saying it's this. And if you're not saying this, then you're saying that. And it's like, no, there's like nuances. You know what I'm saying? Like there's, there's multiple situations. It's not a blank one. This one blanket statement doesn't, you know, pertain to every single woman or every single man or every single, whatever group you're talking about. Right. But what happens is that's what happens. Like, let's say for example, all of a sudden I turn, and this is also why I don't watch TV. I do a little bit. Like but Netflix I, or something like that. Yeah. But like you can turn on your T or you could even turn on your Facebook and then all of a sudden look up and see, you know, a bunch of black people, you know, being shot and killed by the police. Yeah. And fucked up what's happening. But once somebody says the police are killing black people, now not not only did that person get shot, but also you have the potential of being shot. And so you jump into your car and you get pulled over by the police who could be a nice guy. He could be. Yeah. But then all of a sudden he pulls you over. You roll down your window. You have all of this anxiety because of, of what you perceive your world to be. And you might even overreact. You might, you might even be argumentative. You might be combative because you're pissed off about what's going on in like the state of America and just, jump some shit off with somebody that didn't even have anything to do with it. Do with it. And it could happen on either side. Even even the police officer can do that type of shit. Because you gotta look at, you know, like his view of the world. You know, like he's pulling over criminals. You know, people are shooting at them. You know, like people are fighting them, running away from them because they don't want to go to jail. You know what I mean? And then all of a sudden they might pull you over. You a nice guy, but 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 they've seen so much fucked so up shit. Top, they on edge. Yeah, they've seen so much fucked up shit. It's like a better safe than sorry. I gotta treat them like like a criminal because these criminals have gotten so good at being criminals. I can't tell the difference between the two, and that that's what happens whenever whenever like you start to watch like television and like even like YouTube videos and, and shit like that. What what happens is. You take somebody else's reality and and then bring it into and then bring it into your own because like if, if if your perception of the world if like like television is pretty much telling everybody you know their perception of the world and and if your perception and if tele and if your world does not look like television then you will start to change it in order to like align the two in, in order to feel as if it's real. And so that's what can happen. You, you you could you could sit back, you know, just like they do with um like brainwashing people. You know, like you're sitting back, you open up your phone, turn on your Facebook, and then you're constantly being inundated with ads and with ads and like and they're telling you how to feel. You know what I mean? But it might not even be like that. You might could like walk outside of your door, like your television and, and, and like what you see on the internet could be totally different than your reality. No, I can definitely feel that. Like, question, like, white people get murdered, right? White people get murdered all the time. By police, other white people, whatever. They're, white people get murdered all the time. How often, how many times have you seen a white person being murdered on camera when you turn onto a major news network? You don't really see it at all. Yeah, like that may be, yeah. But how many... How many black men have you seen them show? 
like straight full on like fucking murder videos, like dark shit that would normally you have to go to the dark web to see type shit. You see it often. You see it's like it's a very weird thing that that's what they keep pushing. Like all of them, Fox, MSNBC, CNBC, all of them, and they show these, and there are white people being murdered. There are white people getting murdered by cops, but it's like they. It's so kind of crazy that they just like feel so comfortable showing black people being murdered so often, so often. It's so crazy, bro. It's like, it's very weird. I mean, but like, but when you said that, it made me think about that, like that point. It's like, it, it kind of forces, it it forces that fear. It, oh, like for the black person, it, it, it puts more fear in in you. You know what I'm saying? I'm and I'm not saying whether, I'm not saying that that fear is wrong or right or wrong. You know what I'm saying? But it puts that, it instills that fear in you. And then for somebody who's not black or somebody who might not be so empathetic, to them, it kind of just desensitizes them. Like, oh my God, okay, another video, another video of of somebody getting killed. You know what I'm saying? And it makes it easier every time for them to take it. You know what I'm saying? So for one person, the effect is get they're getting numb to it, and then for the other person, their anger and their rage is getting amplified, and then the two people clash, and then you have your size. And that's what's fucked up about it, because what's happening is, is not only is it kind of shaping your perception of the world, but it's shaping the perception of how you how you view yourself. You turn on your TV, and you see all of this bad news, and then you become a victim, even though you might not even be a victim, or you might be a victim. You know what I mean? Yeah. But after dealing with that so often, then all of a sudden it, it starts to change the way how you feel about yourself. Like, like, like if you feel as if you're a victim... What would promote you to like do better in life if if you feel as if you're at the bottom of the barrel? And what I'm saying is that, or you see the ceiling, right? Like like it's 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 fucking with your head. And so, in order to really get away from it, you have to like turn it off. You get what I'm saying? Because once you turn it off, you'll be more present in like your current situation. You know what I mean? And and then it, it's similar to like self-hypnosis is that now that you have the internet and you have, you know, all of these tools and resources to your availability, you can pick and choose. You you, you can choose what you want to watch. Yeah. Like, like if, if you want to sit back and reminisce on Obama speeches, <laughs> you know what I mean? And, 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 and all of the great things that, that black people have done, you, you, you have the freedom to do so. But... If you turn on your television or if, you know, you turn on your, your social media, you're not in control of that. They, 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 they show you what, whatever they want to show you. And, yeah. and, and they can shape it at will because they own it. You know what I mean? And people just really haven't picked up on their freedom that they could really just, like, that's a very That's a very good point because sometimes I see people, they get mad. They be like, Facebook is violating my free speech and... All this and if this should be illegal, what Facebook is doing is like, bro, you don't have to, you know, you don't have to have a Facebook, right? You know, you could like not be on social media or go to another social media platform or start your own social media platform. Like, this is not like people, but like people are confusing social media with real life. They they feel like their rights, they feel like the like their rights as a citizen, as a human being, citizen. You know what I'm saying? It's the same thing as being a profile on fucking Facebook. Like Facebook took down my took down my post because it's 
they said it was racist or they said it was anti-police or they said it was anti-muslim or whatever and it's like okay <laughs> facebook is real life to people who believe to believe it i guess i guess a uh, perception is reality i mean it's just it's not real life because it's on a computer but 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 the way that it works you know it's moral compass i think it's a very it, much so it's real a life. hyper real it's a hyper realization it's it's just the it's thing. An amplification of reality it's just the thing about it is that a lot of people haven't picked up on what's happening on facebook and what can happen in real life like like, like a lot of people don't realize how you know shit like their credit score and the area code and what school they went to and, and their grades, like their transcripts from high school, can actually determine where you go in life. Yeah. That, that, that's why whenever you go to a job, they'll say, hey, can I see your transcripts? And, you know, because what they're going to do is take your, it's called standardized test. They're going to take your, they're going to take what you did in high school, even though you're, you're looking at high school and, and grade school, like, when am I ever going to use this shit? It, it, it's not even about what they're teaching you. It's about if you can be taught. So depending on what kind of grades you get depends on which direction they, they're, they're going to take you. And a lot of people that are visual learners are the ones that kind of really gravitate towards like TV and YouTube because they're not used to being taught. They're, they're not used to being self-taught from like reading books or even in re and, yeah. and also people that read a lot of books sometimes run into the situation of them not really being in touch with reality because books don't always align with reality. And so you got to kind of have like a, a fine balance of it, but just in the same way. I mean, either the, whether you're a YouTube watcher or a book reader, both of y'all need to get out and experience life and see if any of those principles actually apply. And like you're saying, the internet and all the access to being able to choose and pick and choose your information and all that type of stuff, it's a gift and a curse because far too often we see people place themselves in echo chambers where all they're doing is reverberating their ideas that are just like theirs. And so they don't really get challenged. And then when somebody does challenge it, they get kicked out of the group. And so they never really have to have to question their own ideals and beliefs. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off there. No, 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 that's a very valid point. And people do do that. I mean, it's natural, you know, because people create their own social networks, you know, like... Yeah, within social networks. Right, that, that, that's what that's what tells people, that's how people are be able to tell the difference between friends is because we think the same. Like, if, if we couldn't all think the same, then we couldn't, like, move as a unit. Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, you know, like, it, it happens with animals, too. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And um, it is what it is. I mean, sometimes... You just got to, like, sit back and realize, man, that this shit's going to be fucked up somewhere. You know what I mean? Yeah. Shit's going to be fucked up somewhere. Yeah. Like, a, a utopia is not a realistic, <laughs> you know, idea. At least not now. Maybe when we all get integrated with computers and AI takes over the planet. And, but... this, and this is where the truth kind of comes into play. Because it, it was like I was talking about earlier. It's like, like how you call it a utopia. Yeah. Believe me, like. If life gets that good, you will start creating problems in order to have yes, something to there do. Are, I mean, we all know people, you know what I'm saying, male, female, whatever, that thrive off of chaos. You know what I'm saying? Think, if things are too good and too normal, they have to, like you said, they have to create conflict. I mean, they have to start an argument. There are definitely people who right now have, like, life 
a, a very good life-wise, financially, family-wise, and yet and still, it come to bad places, you know what I mean, in order to try to get like a grasp on a reality because things are so perfect for them, it don't even seem real. Yeah. It seems too controlled. Like, like to be able to leave somewhere like that and go somewhere and see people getting towed down drunk and yeah. cussing and or even, doing whatever. I remember, I remember when we were younger, right? And you would, you would be around in some, of, in some of these times. Well, you were around a lot of those times. But, like, you know, we would go and do shows. Or we would just go out to a club or something, a party, and we'd go as a group, you know? Me and the guys or whatever. And so um, sometimes when certain people were in the group, Everybody be like, all right, bro, if something jump off, if a nigga start fighting or so-and-so-and-so, this is what we're going to do, and we're going to meet here and all this type of shit. And it's like, if you have to come up with a fight plan or if you feel like you got to take a gun somewhere or some shit like that, maybe you shouldn't be going there, you know? But, like, people know that they're consciously putting themselves in these in these situations because a lot of those times there were fights that jumped off, you know? Because even though they were telling us, like, just in case, you know, in their head, they're like, I'm ready. I'm ready to go start this fight. But, like, people knowingly know the conflict. You know what I'm saying? And we were just as bad. Even if we didn't have the mentality of fighting or starting anything, we knew who we were with. You know what I'm saying? And we knew what I'm saying. If you have to come up with a plan for violence, then why why are you even going there? Why not just stay home or go somewhere else that's more chill, you know? But, like, people are attracted they're they're they gravitate towards conflict or even the potential of conflict like world star jump it exists because of that it, it's because that's their reality you know what i mean like 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 i had a homeboy and he was just always in trouble you know what i mean in and out of jail getting robbed and shit fist fighting all of that shit Damn. and then i would go out and go kick it with him and I would go go to a place that me I, I I really didn't deal with those kind of kind of issues. You know what I mean? I would take him to a place to where I felt safe, and yet and still he had that sort of like paranoia yes. because because he's experienced it so much. The the possibility of it happening is very real, and 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 you might look at him and and you're talking to him, and it's like, yo man, you sound paranoid, but. It's his paranoia yeah. that keeps him alive. I mean, all of us got a friend that we can go, like, whatever the most suburban neighborhood that you can think of. We can go into a restaurant, you know what I'm saying, where everybody's cool, chill, you know what I'm saying? Nobody wants no trouble. And somebody, like, accidentally bumps them in the shoulder. And they going to be like, hey, man, watch where you going. And it's like, bro, you don't even, they, that dude's not even thinking like that. He probably saying sorry as soon as he did it. But we all know people like that. So, yeah, I, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. yeah, it's because in the situation... That that was that was a normal reaction. If, if you don't, if if in certain places, if you don't say something like that you because somebody it. bumped into you, yeah, you gonna get extorted. You yeah, you know you what I mean. And to somebody else, they might just look at it like, man, dude, tripping off something small. But it's those two, it's those two kind of merging. You know what I mean. And and you might just go somewhere and with with that person, and he'd be like, yo, you need to keep your head on a swivel. And you'd be like, oh man, I ain't doing no. And then all of a sudden, some shit popped yeah. off, and it's like these people are fucking animals. And, and it's because it's because yeah. you went to another world. You know what I mean? Yeah. A- another. Yeah. You know everybody. But like, you, like, they don't know how to. They don't know. They don't know how or when to to switch that mentality. Right. Yeah. Because even if you even if you know when, even if 
that friend, you may even sit down and be like, bro, we not in the hood. You cool. You ain't got to worry about that. That doesn't mean that he's going to have the ability, at least in that moment, to to just switch it off. Like, it still might be natural. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I have friends now who live in the suburbs, and they still, like, you know, if a car, like, parks near their house, they, like, that? You know what I'm saying? They they literally peeking out the blinds and you know what I'm saying? Everybody I don't know the, I don't know who that is and stuff like that. It's like, bro, we're in the middle of suburbs. It doesn't it's, matter. It's because if you switch it off, then then you get that feeling of being unsafe. And and the same thing happens on the opposite end is that if you try to switch on that paranoia in certain places, you, you might get pushed out of the group because yeah. now You paranoid everywhere. Now you look mentally ill. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, like, like you're just crazy paranoid. You know what I mean? And so it was like what you were saying. Like some people don't know how to switch it on or switch it off, even yeah. if they even know that it's a switch. Yeah. Like like in certain places, you might need to keep your head on a swivel. And then other places, you might need to hide that your head is on a swivel in order to blend in yeah. because nobody else's head is on a swivel. Yeah. And it happens, you know, it's fucked up. Some people don't know how to do it yet. Some people do. You know, it's it's the, it's like I used to, I used to tell people, man, like, like about the military. I, I would tell them, I, I, I would say, you know, everybody tell me about the military, like, man, it's just a great place. And, and I said, man, depending on who you are when you're in there, depends on your experience or the way you talk about it when you get out. Like, if you're in there yeah, and... Everybody loves you. You're making rank and shit like that. Your opinion about the military would be totally different than somebody that so that, that was like, that was you, considered a shit bag. So you're saying you as a veteran, like if somebody's describing the like, man, man, I miss them days in the barracks. Like you, that you can tell the type of person or the type of soldier they were based off of how they describe the experience. Right. Yeah. You, you got one person that's talking very highly of it, and one person that's liable to talk very negative of it, even though they're talking about the same place. What about I? I've met some people who, at least I perceive, because I have not, I've never been in the military. Who I perceive to be in the middle. I know people who like loved it, but they tell everybody, "Don't do it." I mean, thing about it is, it's like the military is just like everywhere else because it's still people. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so, pe- you know, you got to be able to meet people on their own levels and understand that that. That your truth is not is not their truth, even though what you're saying is very true. Like like one person might say something very true, something positive about a situation that somebody else has a, a negative opinion on. Neither one of them is lying, even though they're both going back and forth and trying to figure out an equal place. At some point in time you just gotta be be able to sit down and say, you know what? Like we're different. Yeah. Like like I'm not lying, you're not lying. Like and it but that's that's what a lot of people debate about. It's it's not a lot of people don't debate about right and wrong. It's it's about I'm telling you what reality is, but but you're arguing with me about your reality, and and both of us are kind of feeling like your reality isn't even real. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, I know exactly what you mean. That's literally what people who argue. Right. That's exactly. And, and they're going back argue. and forth about it, but rather when than people being talk like, about like privilege and all this right. other stuff. Yeah, that's exactly what that argument is. Yeah. Yeah, rather than and, and and I get into it a lot, especially in like debates about like relationships, like men and women. Mm. You know, because you can have like like you can have a woman. Let's just use this as like like with any situation. 
but you can have a woman. And depending on how that woman looks at you, it's going to determine what kind of treatment you get. If she looks at you as somebody that's very respectable and she's madly in love with you, she's going to treat you totally different than some dude that she perceives as a fuckboy. Even, <laughs> even though both of these different opinions is coming from the same woman. I'm, I might just look at that woman and be like, Man, she's the fucking devil reincarnated, and, and somebody else just might marry her. She's my queen, yeah. Right, and and it's because of the way that she viewed the two different men. Life is sort of like the same way as that. It is is the way that people view you is is gonna be type of treatment that you get, and yeah. and so a lot of people they they don't realize that a lot of the stuff that they go through is is, is really about like a perception. You know what I mean? Like, like I, I could take somebody that's from like Oak Cliff and, and they be like, you know what, man? Life been like real fucked up. I can't get a good job and, and all this and that. And I can look at them and say, it's probably a perception because, because they only have a small amount of time to try to figure you out. And so they're just going to lump you in to like some sort of stereo. It, it, it it's not right, but it's just the way that things work because things are moving so fast. I don't have time to sit back and like evaluate your whole life from childhood on up. You know what I mean? Yeah. You you could be a genius with pink hair. You know what I mean? But <laughs> yeah. I won't be able to. It, what's that saying goes? Who you? Who you are is so loud that I can't hear what you're saying. Mm, I don't think I've heard that one. Yeah, that's that's a saying. Who you are is so loud I can't hear what you're saying, and and so. That's what happens a lot of times. It's, it's sort of like that perception. And a lot of people really don't pick up on it. Yeah. It reminds me of, you remember the, uh, the Dave Chappelle joke? <laughs> he was like, well, uh, he said he saw some chick who was like, was wearing like some real tight clothes, like titties popping out a turtleneck. <laughs> he, was like, mm -hmm. like that. he was like, he was like, damn. He was like, I wanted to just be like, oh my God, you're so beautiful. But the first thing that just came to my head was, Damn, look at that ass. <laughs> and right. He was like, and she was like, just because I am dressed that way does not make me a whore. And he was like, well, he was like, that you are completely right. He was like, but if I was running, if, but if I was attacked and I was running down the street looking for help and there was somebody who was in a police officer's uniform <laughs> and I ran up to him like, officer, somebody just robbed me. He just went that way. Please go. He's that way. Help, please, please. And that officer just went. Excuse me, just because I am dressed like a police officer does not make me a law enforcement officer. He's uh, like, so I'm not. He's like, so I'm sorry. He's like, I'm not saying you you a hoe. I'm just saying you wear the hoe's uniform. Right. <laughs> but like that joke, it reminds me of that joke. It's like you may you may say that you may be saying one thing, but like how you carry yourself and your character, what are you what you're putting out there, says another thing. And I have had this conversation with other people, though. I know people who a lot, a, a lot of times in arguments, people like to be like, you don't know me. You don't know what I think. And it's like, to me, to them, that's the like, that's the, you know, the, you know, that's the crux, that's the end of the, the gotcha in the conversation. Like, ooh, you don't know who I am. You can't tell me my whole history. But to me, that's like, yeah, nigga, that's the point. I'm going off of what you presented. I can only go off of what you presented. I'm not a psychic. I'm not a mind reader. Why would you expect me to know your life and know what's in your mind? So I can only go off of the conversations that we've had. I can only go off of what you portray on social media. I can only go off of the things that people who are close to you say. Like, And these things are, for the most part, 
know what I'm saying? Unless you got a lot of snakes in your circle. For the most part, these are things that you can control and that you choose to put out there. So why are you getting mad at me for judging you for or like treating you as if you're the person that you presented to be? You know, like, why is that a, a crazy thing on, on my end? It's like, what am I supposed to do? Like, ask for your biography or something? Like, what am I supposed to do? But yeah. It's like people people don't think about these things. People don't think about a lot. Of, well, actually, people think about a lot of shit, and they spew a lot of shit without actually putting in the time and the research into it. And so they get into these situations where they, like, have to, like, dig themselves in. And then when they're faced with, like, you know, this may not be a very well thought out idea that you're putting out there they just freak out and that's when it goes into you don't know me you don't know what i've been through you don't know my life <laughs> it's like okay all right. bro <laughs> all right it's that perception man it's it's also a sales technique you know it's it's the oh yeah diversion is a great tactic in many it, warfare sales you know what I'm saying? everything all right it's 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 the show it's it's to open up the door you know what I mean? Because when people see that you got your stuff together, you know what I mean? Like whether it's like visually, mentally, all that stuff, you know, like like they treat you different. You know yeah. what I mean? And a lot of people don't, it's a lot of people who want out, but, but they haven't picked up on that. Yeah. You know? And, you know, you got some people who feel like, why should I change? They, they, shouldn't, they shouldn't judge a book by its cover. You know, and... I agree, but it's not the reality of the situation. Yeah, I always thought that was a kind of weird of a weird saying because it's like, isn't the whole point of the cover to like get you to have a certain perception of what's in it? It's supposed to give you like a quick idea. Like, of course, there are books out there that are like the cover looks one way and the book has, has nothing to do with like the picture or the design that's on the front cover. But majority of the time, you know, if I have a if I write a you know, my autobiography is going to have a picture of me on there. So you kind of can judge like, oh, this is an autobiography. And the cover also has a title on it a lot of times that kind of gives you an idea of what it is. So, like, that's kind of the point of covers is so that you can judge. <laughs> so that you can, right. like, maybe not come to, like, a, a complete and final judgment, but to get, like, a quick little judgment, you know what I'm saying, a quick little idea so you can at least determine if you want to go farther with this book or, you know what I'm saying, individual you know quote-unquote book you know what i'm saying yeah it, it's just and i think for the people that that gets confused about it it's it's they they don't really understand the impact of their environment and the people that they hang out with you know like like you can be like you can be like a really friendly dude who loves smoking weed you know what i mean and like really disagree with with the whole thug lifestyle but like if you're sitting around smoking weed with a bunch of thugs, with a bunch of thugs, <laughs> eventually you're gonna get into some beef. You know what I'm saying? You're gonna fuck some fast women. You know what I mean? Even though you probably want a wife. Matter of fact, it might even be a painful experience because you, you, you grew up in. because you grew up watching Batman and Superman and believe in saving the damsel in distress, and then all of a sudden, and, and you think all women are faithful. Then all of a sudden, you're running with this group, and then and, and then that 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 sort of concept on reality gets shattered. You know what I mean? You get cheated on, you know, like 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 smashing women that you don't even know. You, you know, and and get, people don't don't become aware of how it starts to take like a toll on your body 
and like the perception of you. You know, even though you might even feel like you're at a place, you, you can't help but 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 to look like you're from there because it's the only thing that keeps you safe is to have those those kind of common experiences. You know, the same kind of look, the same sort of like relationship issues, the same sort of substance abuse issues. You know, like I you know like I was talking to a psychologist about that shit. I was like, like whenever I'm here at the hospital, and I tell them about what's happening outside. They tell me like, yo, it's bad. Like, like I tell them like, I, I like smoking weed. And they're like, you know, uh, marijuana could like aggravate your schizophrenia. And I'm like, damn, that's crazy because whenever I walk out of here, marijuana is a fucking, is, is a fucking healing plant. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I'm like, it's easy to kind of like say that from on the inside of here, but Whenever I leave, and, and, and on the inside of here, everybody agrees with that theory. But yeah. when I leave out of here, I'm the only one who's saying, yo, you probably need to slow down on the weed. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm not pushy about it because I, I, I used to smoke weed. Smoke CBD now. You know what I mean? So I, I'm still kind of like in touch with in what's going rain. on. Yeah, yeah you, you know, because I, I know what it's like. And, and, and I understand that. People aren't really gonna, people aren't really gonna want to do stuff up until like they want to do it, and you got like a whole and and the fact of the matter is is that not everybody even has to do it, you know because I could sit back and talk about my own situation, and be like, you know all of this stuff happened and you know I, I had like financial issues, you know what I mean and and I understood the the role. Not really that the weed played in it, but the lifestyle played in it. But 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 you call that lifestyle that drug. Yeah. And I might be able to go into the hospital and say that shit, but you got somebody else like a Wiz Khalifa that is completely successful and probably smoke a pound a day. You know yeah. what I mean? And so I, I can't preach the same thing to him. You know, like I, I can only yeah. I can only And what about like that cancer patient who says it's the only thing that makes them feel better after chemo, you know? Right. What are you going to tell that to How can you tell that to them? You, know? you can't. But they make a law for everybody. There's no kind of like gray area in there. And, yeah. and so, you know, I'm aware of it. Like, like I, I see people doing shit all the time. You know, like, man, I've been homeless. You know, I, I know people that smoke meth. And, I, and I'm just like, ain't no damn way I'll smoke that shit. Yeah, for real. But, you know, when, when I talk to them, I got to talk to them like a human being because I got to. Cause I got to be able to listen to what they saying. You know what I mean? Cause, cause so often people aren't really like helping you out of a bad situation. They're trying to indoctrinate you. They, yeah. they, they, you know, they, they, they're, they're pushing their ideas on you. Like, this is what you should do because it worked for me and it should work for you. And we all need uniformity. But the fact of the matter is everybody's different. Like me personally, I probably wouldn't have took Jada back. Yeah. But will, Totally different yeah, dude. You don't rock with work. entanglements. Right. Yeah, with entanglements. I ain't with it. <laughs> but Will Smith took on back. You know what I mean? And I ain't the person who got to sleep with him. But That's a good little segue, though. Like, how do you feel about, do you, like, I see a lot of people talking about, like, as far as, like, August goes, they were like, he broke the code. And do you feel, how do you feel about, like, him speaking on the whole situation? Do you think that was his place to even come out and say that shit? I think, I think that if he was actually, under like normal side dude circumstances, and yeah, he totally broke the code. But like Will Smith, they're talking about it on TV. Like, like why even hide it? 
Yeah. You know, because well, they're he's... talking after he did the interview, though. He did the interview right. first. I mean, he over there taking pictures and everything. I mean, so if Will not really yeah. tripping on him smashing his wife, I'm, he probably not tripping about him talking about it public. Matter of fact, he might even encourage it. <laughs> Red, Red, Red Table Talk probably got a couple of more fans. Maybe. I wouldn't be surprised. I'm pretty sure that's probably one of their most viewed episodes. Right. Because people was anticipating that. All right. I didn't think she was going to do it. <laughs> Fucked up circumstances, but... It was a very awkward episode too. Did you see them, or have you seen any of the like the highlights of their of their red table talk? Will he was looking a little distraught. Yeah, man. And like some of the stuff that she was saying, she was like, you know, I got into an entanglement. He was like, an entanglement. Like some of the stuff seemed like a little bit of news to him. <laughs> and it got kind of fucked up to me, man, because it was like I didn't hear about Will Smith actually having sex with men up until this whole entanglement conversation happened. It was like, Jada was like, oh, yeah, man, it was an entanglement. Then, then it was like, man, you know, we'll fucking men and women. And I'm like, damn, where that shit come from? I've heard that before, but, you know, you hear just random things. Like, you hear, uh, you remember, like, people used to say uh, fucking, they used to say that fucking Sierra was born with a dick. And people used to say all kinds of crazy shit. Like, people get, like, the most, I, it's, I put it in that category of like rumors, you know? Right. So. That's but that's what happened. You know, that that's all of a sudden what I started hearing. And and I'm looking at the situation like this shit don't even sound real. You know what I mean? Like because Jada didn't have to come back to Will Smith. You know, she could have stayed with August Alcina. You know? Like if, if things was as good as August was saying, you know what I mean? If, 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 if but, things with Will was as good as, as we perceive, th th this is the guy that doesn't cuss on music and made Wild Wild West, you know, Bad Boys too, like like Will couldn't do any wrong in my eyes, and, and and but it's it's probably just because of of what limited info that Will is 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 allowed me to have. Yeah, you know, I I think that maybe Will and Jada probably had. A very very much so exotic relationship and and now it, it I, I don't think like jada is explaining it to to will i think she's explaining it to us i think wills are already yeah i think that's definitely a possibility it was just right. looking at his face but he i mean he is an actor at the end of the day but like yeah looking at his face at that moment it did kind of come off just a little bit like i, I knew that the, i knew that y'all were like you know what i'm saying i knew y'all kind of together i didn't know it was like as deep you know what i'm saying right like it's people even, like, here today that, like, girlfriends and wives cheat on them. And, like, they don't really care, but, but they have to care when, when, when the homeboy comes up and says, say, man, I seen your lady. Then it's like, God damn, you know. Yeah. As long as it was under wraps, you know, I really didn't give a fuck. But now I got to put on a show because, you know, now I look like a freak. Yeah. You know? And I'm living in Island Park. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? My wife getting banged down by, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Pool boy. You know, how, how do I, you know, because that's, that's what it is, man. Is is You know, I watch Pornhub, man. People got a whole lot of fucked up fetishes that, that like is always, like, like they keep it under wraps. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you, you got some of these, it, and, and, and you will hear about it if you ever talk to prostitutes. You know what I mean? Like, 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 have them sit sit around and just tell you about their sexual escapades with men. Man, you live to hear some some prostitute tell you, man, it was 
one dude that liked to get shit on and have me kick him in the balls with heels on, you know? And he's like the CEO of a Fortune 500 company, you know? Yeah. And and, and they keep it under wraps, and and and, and it's as cool and it's cool as long as you do it. But then all of a sudden, sometimes people's little freaky escapade, and that's what TV is about. People people don't want to hear about people don't want to hear about people being successful. We want to sit back and and break down and evaluate their mistakes. Yeah. We 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 want to see them fuck up. Deep yeah, down the inside. more successful somebody is, and the more clean their image is, the more we think like they hiding some fucked up shit. Like right, the we, more perfect somebody seems, like they have to, they got some skeletons in their closet. Right? Who knows? Even even August Alcina might might have just been like that. That it might even been his purpose. It's like a like a uh, he just infiltrated the fucking <laughs> the Will Smith. He has a divine purpose. Yeah, he he fucking infiltrated they shit and exposed they ass. You know, maybe all of Jada's side dudes have all been paid off and signed non-disclosure agreements. But August Alcina came through, you know what I mean? Probably since he has the platform to to write a song about it and make money off of it and benefit from it. You know, all of that shit is He just dropped a song called Entanglements. <laughs> right. That's crazy. He gonna run with it. You know? That's funny. He gonna run with it. And so, yeah, I be thinking these people be doing some fucked up shit and... It, it's not even really a big surprise up until we find out, cause you got to think about it, man. Yeah. And this that? don't. It, this also even includes R. Kelly. Whenever <laughs> you got, whenever you got that kind of money, man, nothing is off limits. And 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 there's always people out there that's gonna fucking offer you whatever it, whatever fantasy that 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 you have. Yeah, for like Jeffrey Epstein and Ghislaine, whatever and, and, her name is. They're, they're, they're gonna fucking give it to you, you know what I mean? It, it's a lot of people right now out here that the only reason why they ever got caught up for being child molesters is because they didn't have the money to fucking pay off the mom to be quiet, pay off the dad to be quiet. You got people out here right now, like especially out there in fucking Asia, to where like they out there molesting kids on a regular basis. Oh yeah, like 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 have whole buildings and brothels dedicated to that shit. Yeah, I, I remember this documentary that was like, it was like all over the internet. It was like the dancing boys of like, I think it was like in, I want to say like Saudi Arabia or some shit like that. But yeah, they just be like, they had these little boys, they have them dress up real feminine, but they be like little boys, like 10, 11, 12, 13 year old boys. Right. Just like, what and then, the fuck is going on here? Bro? And then you also got to remember, we're man. We're allies with some of these countries. Yeah. Then, then also, man, you got to remember that. Like these prostitutes, man or woman, like 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 they very much so are good at being able to like look at people's hidden desires and be able to provide that. You know what I mean? And so it don't matter, man. Even if you got a fucking desire to fucking spank women with paddles and fucking choke them and shit, it's gonna be somebody that's that's gonna be like, yo, you got the money, I'll let you. Hell yeah. You know what I mean? They're, they're always looking for an opportunity. And and just in the same way with that, whenever you got money, it means that nothing is off limits information wise. So if if you got somebody that's doing some fucked up shit, I, if I got enough money in my pocket, I could be like, I can get that. There, there, there's no information I can't get. You know what I mean? It, but, but once you get money, you're going to get whatever you want. You know, e- even though you don't even want everybody to know. You know what I mean? It, it's just going to naturally 
happen because it, it's always going to be somebody there that's going to say, I'll give it to you. And it's also going to be somebody there that's going to say, I'll protect you while you have it. it. It's 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 just like drug dealing, but just on a whole nother level. You know what I mean? Like, like people are supposed to have like crack and weed and shit like that. But you got somebody, but you got groups of people that, that are around that says, you know what, if you want it, you got the money, I can get it. Yeah. In, in, in places that you're not supposed to have it. Yeah. You know. That's probably how it's about to be in uh, somebody's about to be get a lot of money in this NBA bubble. You know they're gonna be sneaking shit in and out. Somebody got the plug. Yeah, somebody got <laughs> somebody got the plug. It, it's somebody that that's out there and, and it's a business. I, and and, yeah, and that's it, what black markets are. That's right. You know? Black market, that's it. It's a business, man. People making money off this shit. It's like August Alcina, he finna make a check. Off of what happened between him and Jada. A, a social black market. Yeah, Jada about to make a check on this. Oh, of course. She's probably, made. She already get uh, her check off this. Yeah. He'll probably going to get a check off this. Everybody finna get paid off yeah, this. Yeah, because it's a lot of people. I mean, of course, the rumors are sparking, but more so than anything, I'm seeing a lot of, like, sympathy for Will. So, yeah, he's about to. And if you look at he's it He's about that, to do Hitch too, bro. Yeah, and if you look at it that way, then, then why not do it? Why not fuck his wife? <laughs> I get paid to talk about people. I get paid to write songs about people. Why wouldn't I fuck his wife? I need I need the it. content. <laughs> yeah, he, I mean, obviously he did it because he's about to drop an album. So yeah. it was all this was promotion. I guess it's hell of a promotion. Yeah. But whenever you, he got so much money, it's not even, he gets paid to, to, to live and tell his experience of life. Yeah. The more money he has, the, the more experience he can sit back and tell people about. Like, he don't even have to promote. Anything that he does is going to turn into a song. You feel me? And that's kind of like what we expect of artists anyway until they do it with something that we don't like. We we want artists to tell us about a place that we're not allowed. Yeah. That's what we want. What have you been listening to lately? Speaking of music. I've been listening to Pop Smoke. Okay. I've been listening to... uh. A lot of old shit, you know. A lot of times I be on the the internet looking for some shit I haven't heard. Like 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 a lot of the, you know, like like music wise, man, it seemed like they got it down to a science, and like people know exactly how to conduct themselves in order to kind of like fit in this certain genre. Yeah. And and like all the stories sound the same. I definitely feel you on that. Everybody one. got the same shit, same thing to say. You know, just a different place. And, like, once that... But but when I first started listening to music, it was a very, very much so new world. You know? But yeah, you get intrigued, like, oh, he's talking about this, or he's talking about this like this. Yeah. Right. And now it's it's just, like... Same app, different skin. Right. You know, so, like, now, I really respect artists who can, like, you know, like, uh, go beyond... You know, like what's expected of them. You know, like like if, you know, like, like Lil Wayne did whenever he started like doing like rock and roll music. You know what I mean? Because it says one thing: it says that you have the freedom to to be creative. You know what I mean? So so often with like with like music, like you kind of forced into a bubble. Like like you have to conduct yourself a certain way in order to like stay in that bubble. So to have somebody that can like step outside of that bubble. It, it says one thing that that I have enough money to where I no longer have to play ball. Now, now I can just 
go around and just be curious about whatever I'm curious about. Yeah. Um, and, 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 and it's a lot of musicians who haven't got there yet. They fresh in the game, you know what I mean? They, they just took out a, a new loan on their home, a couple million <laughs> dollar home. You know, like they have to play ball. But, but like after a while, you know, you got some of a man like that can, you know, like a little dicky. You know, like like he he's not like the yeah, I fuck with Dicky. Yeah, he he's not like the the typical. He's a rapper, but 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 he has enough fuck you money to just be like I I, I rap about whatever. Or like uh, Donald Glover. Right, Donald Glover. He's one of those too. Mm-hmm. You know, I seen him with some damn skinny jeans on, with no shirt on, just doing whatever the fuck he wanted to. You like the This Is America video. Yeah. yeah. That's that sort of artistic. Like even before he was like known for making music, he was writing on like Thirty Rock. He was on the show Community. You know, he got that show Atlanta. He like he don't like he doesn't have to like he doesn't need to like make oh shit trap is in right now. So let me make a trap album. He just makes whatever he wants to make. Yeah, he got so much money, like he just do whatever he wants. Yeah, it's like if I want to make a country album, I'm about to make a country album. Right. That's what I like to see. So I I, I you know I be scouring the internet look, look, looking for some shit I ain't heard. Yeah, I feel you. I do that too. I do that. I don't do it as much as I used to, cause like I've been recording a lot more artists now, and so like I've been finding myself like they always, you know, they'll come in the studio and they be like, "Oh, I listen to this," or my music is, you know, one of my biggest influences. This artist or that artist, and it's like I don't even know who this person is, so I have to like go and check on these like more like popular artists now, you know, and to see the landscape so I can help cater to their music. I think in order to be a real good artist, you can't listen to other people's music. I know I have some my like my friend uh Annie, he only he only listens to his music or music like that made by like his friends, like people that he personally knows. He does not listen to the radio like at all. Yeah, it, it's because that that same sort of thing happens is that it, it starts to influence you. And, and then and then now See, whenever you don't have like a radio or you don't have other people's music to listen to, you're, you're just gonna turn into whatever, what, what, yeah. what, whatever your your situation, because really you just like a mirror of your situation. Yeah. And and what and what ends up happening is that you have to turn off everything so 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 that you have the the ability to do so because because yeah. if you don't, like you're gonna start looking at like other rappers. And then start to try to try to give off like that sense of superiority, and then like you're no longer welcome wherever you're at. You know what I mean? Yeah. And 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 I think in order to really kind of kind of like catch the essence and put it into a song of of like your actual experiences, you have to be like a part of that community. Yeah. See, with me, I go through like I go through periods of like where I won't listen to anything else, and I like just focus on my music or like my my circles music, you know? And then, but also as a producer and engineer, I also, I like to go and listen to like older shit and newer current stuff, you know? And like, still what I like, you know what I'm saying? Like, oh, okay, like this drum pattern, I I haven't heard this type of drum pattern before or I haven't heard this type of mixing technique or this type of, you know what I'm saying, writing style before. Like what, what is the best part of this? What is the most appealing about this to me? And how could I integrate it into my music and make it my own? So like it's a it's a push and pull of like develop yourself you know from the ground up and like learning from others you know. That's because what happens is it's like after you listen to like mainstream music so long, you'll start to notice that there's like a right and a wrong. There's a pattern, yeah. Yeah, there, there, there's a right and a wrong. Like 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 
like you listen to a certain beat and, and there's certain and and it's supposed to go a certain way and like like if you don't listen to anybody's music then like there is like no right and wrong and and so it it and and also what happens is you're gonna wanna like like if you're gonna be like a musician you're gonna wanna put yourself into a to a situation to where you can constantly pump out product yeah and if you're listening to somebody else's music then like if it ends up in your song then then you have to give them credit and pay them for it but like if like you really want to like really just pump out music then what you have to do is just sit around and listen to instrumentals like no music your your, your own music and instrumentals to where what well, happens you see, for is, me as a producer it's all the same yeah, so yeah. <laughs> instrumental or lyrics yeah. i could pull from it either way so. it's it, it's like you have to put yourself into a position you know like mentally and environmentally to where you can constantly pump out product you know what i mean and and just the the more instrumentals you listen to the the more you kind of like shape like like your room you know what i mean yeah. like like your environment your, your environment the the more the more you can pump out because you have no choice i mean just being a musician myself i know that like if you got on the instrument, you can't help but to put your own words onto it, and so like you're gonna want to constantly be kind of straining your brain to constantly, you know, without any sort of outside influences. Because I'm me personally, whenever I hear music, I don't want to hear people like like musicians, like when they be having like like all of these celebrity beefs and shit. Yeah, you know, I I don't really want to hear it, but I understand that like that's where they're at. You know, like it, it's not like there's some up and coming artist who's trying to like clout chase, but like a famous person, like they know that guy, they go to the club with that guy and shit. Yeah. And so to me, it's like I already, I, I don't need a musician to tell me about another musician because I can just look up their shit. <laughs> yeah. It, you know, like like what I really want to hear about is like what you actually doing on your day to day life. Like 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 as a musician, I want to hear somebody that kind of gives me. A window into like what what they do like like who they are that's a little biggie yeah not <laughs> not not really like like an opinion on on you know kind of like other rappers yeah and all the yeah a lot of these songs they have that they talk to like the proverbial hater like yeah. these niggas that niggas let a fuck nigga come try like who is this person that you're talking about that's constantly trying people and trying to run up on you and try to steal your swag and trying to but at the same time, you're always fucking his bitch or his wife. Like, who is this guy, bro? Because he has a very, he has a very polarizing life. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. The guy doesn't exist. It's just the right thing to say. I love. That's what you're supposed to say. Is I'm fucking somebody's bitch. I'm I'm doing big dope. You, you know, I got a whole me, bunch of money. Shoot you. Yeah, I'm I'm shooting niggas who's trying to rob me. I'm robbing niggas. You know what I'm saying? It, it, it's same old shit, man. Like, yeah, I feel you. I, I'm I'm. Whenever I listen to music, I, I'm I'm listening to somebody that, that that doesn't actually that has the balls to say the right. I mean, that has the balls to say to talk about their own life. You know what I mean? So often, like even like with people, like like I I, I can sit back and talk to people, and they start to talking to me about you know what's going on on Facebook or what's going on on TV, and really it, it, it the whole point of it is it's almost like a cover so that you don't have to talk about yourself or talk about like your own experiences because a lot of people, you know, like they, they might not even be happy with where they're at 
personally in life. And so it's easier to kind of like talk about like this distant punching bag that, that they don't really have to you know, re- really have no ramifications for. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, you know, like I really want to hear somebody that, that, that actually has, you know, the cojones to like. Yeah, I definitely, I definitely know what you're saying. I, I feel that. And, I, but I feel like I also go, I go for feeling as well. Like off of music, like that's why I like um like say take an artist like Twenty One Savage. He's not the greatest rapper. He's not painting the most vivid pictures, but especially his earlier work, you could tell that he was that he was being authentic. You know, like even if he was talking about some of the same things, like the shooter nigga, trapping nigga, and shit like that. I feel like if you convey, if you can make me feel, even even if it's not true, if you can make me feel as if like you know what I'm saying, you have really done this, or you really have experienced this and you can like put that feeling into the song like because there's some songs like you know what i'm saying like jeezy you know what i'm saying like how you're saying like jeez certain songs you feel like you in the trap with jeezy you know what i'm saying or you feel like you you know what i'm saying on the corner looking out over your shoulder with jeezy so if you can can convey that emotion properly i feel like you can get away with having some of the more um some of these more themes that are really common or stereotypical when it comes i don't to i don't really I don't look at it as being a bad thing because for somebody that's like that, that that's where they start. You yeah. know what I mean? And so like at the time, like yeah, at the time it. that was the truth. It, and it might have been something very risky to say because of, of what they're talking about. You know, they, they on there talking about selling dope and shooting folks, you know, in, in, in where they're at, like the person that they're writing a the song about, like it's two doors down, you, yeah. you know, but I think that over time, though, we should be able to see that growth, you know, because oh, yeah, definitely, because, definitely. you know, like it, it's it's like if I listen to a rapper that's been been rapping for like 10 years, like they've been famous for 10 years and they still talk about trap shit. It's like, man, I know you're not in the trap, man. You know, like 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 you're having like business meetings and and just like and just like you've grown as a person. I, I, I need to hear what the growth in your music. I need to hear the growth in your music because I can feed off that. Yeah. You know, because if not, if, if I if I steady stay but like that old form of thinking, you know, I I never really like grow up like mentally. You know what I mean? Like like, yeah. like I'm I'm kinda like stuck at whatever yeah. age they kind of created their music at. You know, yeah. like like because you know, man, I'm I'm in my thirties. You know, like it would be very beneficial, not not only for me, but also for you if like to to hear Jeezy or somebody sit down and like really explain to you like contracts and like and deals and stuff like that, like to be able to have like a window into like the board meetings and like the moves that they make and the investments that they do in order yeah. to like you know all the behind the scenes uh, the shit mistakes that they, that they made that right. now they know they should have avoided right teach you to avoid them right yeah I feel you very much so beneficial. But what you were saying about the growth, I was just having this conversation recently with an artist because they were talking about like keeping their music like the same and like providing the same sound because that's the sound that like got them popular. And I was like, that's that's cool, but like it, it's cool for a certain amount of time because you have to remember your audience. You if you either going to appeal to an age group or you're going to appeal to an audience, you know, like primarily, and like you're the music you're doing is appealing to an age group and age groups go through fads like a motherfucker. So you can die off. If you, you need to be able to grow with your fans because like, there's a lot of music artists, you know, like Jeezy for instance, right. That like you 
first heard when you were like in high school, elementary, maybe, you know what I'm saying? And you're still listening to him now because he showed that growth and he, you were able to grow with him. But then there are certain artists that like songs come on. And it's like, oh, yeah, that's nostalgic. That was my shit. But you're not checking for none of them artists. You know what I'm saying? All those dance songs we used to listen to, all those fight songs we used to listen to that was popular in Dallas and shit like that. Like, they come on, somebody drops that whole, you know what I'm saying? You might be like, oh, yeah, I remember, you know what I'm saying, nostalgia. But you're not like checking for that artist and you're not really listening to that music on a regular basis because their music and that artist wasn't able to grow with you. Right. Yeah. So it's like I feel like a lot of artists they 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 don't focus on that, and it's, because you can get so much money for for just focusing on the age group, like in a short period of time, but they're not thinking like ten years down the road, thirty years down the road, where you could be a legacy act actually still making money. You know what I'm saying? Right. And and, and, and that's and that's what the problem is is they start lumping these people into groups, and 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 there and it's like I was saying is is that there's a sense of right and wrong. You know, like if you're a rapper, there, there, there's certain there's a certain subject that you talk about. You, yeah. you know, and like once you change up on that subject, stuff you can't touch. And once you change up on that subject, you're like no longer a rapper. Like, like because even like with the beat, there, there's a right and wrong on what to, what's supposed to be said on certain type of beats. And like once once you change what you're saying, or once you grow, you're no longer you're no longer able to stay. Like like you have to go somewhere else, like Neo Soul. Or some shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. like, like, like he's no longer hip hop. Yeah, I feel you. You know, like, and I, I think if we just, you know, stop looking at people as, as like a certain genre, then we would be able to to be more accepting of their growth. You know, because if somebody, somebody like Snoop Dogg just decided, you know, it was like when he became unconscious and he had that Jamaican Snoop album. Lion. Yeah, it, it was like, damn, man. What happened to Snoop? You know, what happened I think to... I think he did a gospel album, too. Yeah, what happened to Gin and Juice? And, you know what I mean? It, it's just... <laughs> murder was the case. Yeah, murder was the case. It was like, sexual, what happened to Sexual eruptions. Right, he had to change his whole name and shit. He was Snoop Lion now. He, he couldn't say what he was saying as Snoop Dogg. That's yeah. crazy, ain't it? It is. He had to create a whole new persona. He had to be a different, different person. Yeah. Right. But, you know, at least he did it. You know? He 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 was able to take that risk because he could have done that Jamaican album and completely fell off the face of the earth. Yeah, like, like nobody even fuck with him no more. You know that happens to some people. Yeah, some people. I feel like it's it's a lot more acceptable now than it was before. I, I see a lot of people genre hopping and genre bending and stuff like that, and it's like it's almost kind of like a phase that's almost expected of most artists. It's like okay, when you gonna have that? Matter of fact, the same thing happened to uh Chameleonaire. Did he do he, a different genre? I thought he just switched know, the business. It, he didn't switch a different genre. It, it was just he was actually he was actually trying to talk, you know. Like in his music, it was all about like rims kind of showing off, real real yeah. punchline. And then he he kind of switched up and he had something to say. You know, it wasn't just about you know like materialism. Like like he was he had a message, and like once he had that message. He probably still do music. He probably still do shows. I mean, I follow him. I follow him on Instagram. He he does music a little bit, but he mainly does business. He was an early investor of for Uber, so he's out here eating. Yeah, he's out here making he's Bank. making million dollar deals. Like that's and he's but like on his Instagram, he's going. And he's like you know doing videos like showing you 
like or just not necessarily should go into detail but like encouraging people to invest in in business, small businesses stocks bonds stuff like that so he's he's doing his thing and he's still giving that information i don't know how much musically you know how much he's you know giving it to you on a track but he's out there he's still feeding the people though that's awesome yeah i follow him on instagram he's still out there that's awesome He's a pretty dope individual. All this came from uh, you saying you listen to Jeezy. This is how this this last twenty minutes of conversation just came, uh, just came off. So you said Pop Smoke and you said Jeezy. Anybody else you been listening to? Uh, I listen to everybody. I listen to, like Trey songs. I'm yeah, just whatever like, like the hot songs are, the top of the. Do you look, use what like Spotify or anything like that? I'm an R and B kind of guy nowadays. Yeah, I've been listening. To, I think R and B. I feel like R and B kind of hit a lull. Well, it, it was. It kind of was like. No offense, it was kind of like a, it kind of hit this like old people kind of vibe thing. Like it's like only grown and ultra grown, ultra sexy. You know what I'm saying? Like for a minute, and now I feel like the creativity's back, and like I'm starting to get a lot more like the '90s vibes and stuff like that. Not necessarily in, so actually in some of the music, but not even in specifically like the instrumentation and stuff like that. But I'm just getting the vibe of like. There's like, you know, there's so many female artists and so many can operate in the same space. No beef or anything like that. All we need now is uh is is groups. Now we need some, some we need like another 112 or Black Street or so. But like I'm really liking the space we're at musically, especially the female R and B artists. They're all coming down like women are R and B. Coming down hard. Like like I I, don't, I can't hard. really think of any It's like you're getting a lot of new rappers, but I I don't like like R and B is Mainly women. Like, like I haven't heard like any new R and B dudes. You know. Yeah, like new R and B dudes. No, there's a lot of a lot of people are like rap singing. Yeah. It it's almost like they're not even. I mean, of course you got like black and you got. It's black. like the <laughs> it's like the guys that are singing love songs. It's almost like a. The black Saint John, Chris Brown is. It's almost like a. Not like R and B. But yeah, on the female side, you got like Kaylani, Summer Walker, um, Snow Allegra. You got fucking uh, her. You have uh, there's so there's just so many, and they're all making really dope, really creative music. They all sound different. You know what I'm saying? Um, Janae Aiko's out here putting out dope ass. Yeah, music I like her. Regular. A lot of dope music. I was so like, I'm really loving the way, way the our creativity's there. So like, I feel you. Mm-hmm. I turn to R and B a lot into my R and B playlist. A lot more than like my rap or like my poppy trap. I, I have some old school shit that I like listen to. Not even just old school, just like songs that go back. But um, yeah, R and B is probably my favorite genre right now. It's really exciting. And even when they pull rappers on their features, they tend to get some of the best verses out of these rappers. And some of these R and B artists get a little rappy on their songs. Oh yeah, especially like, 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 like especially like I was saying like Black and uh like Janae Aiko, she might like drop a little like uh, rap like flow. Like, on that bed. Yeah. Yeah. You get the best of both worlds. Yeah, but I'm, I like R&B nowadays. Oh, you know people be, people be getting disrespectful they be like Beyonce the hardest rapper out of Houston. <laughs> I'm like, that's fucked up, bro. Yeah. I sleep on my nigga comedian. I sleep on Scarface, my nigga. They'll be, they'll be that disrespectful. No, but she do be, she does kill a lot. Like, when she does rap, it's kind of crazy. It's like, you're a better rapper than a lot of these rappers out here, Miss Bay. Yeah, I mean, I know you're married to Jay-Z, her, so. She gave Nicki a run for her money on that on that, on that that feature. They did. I forgot the name of the song. What, what's that song? Uh, you know, niggas, I'm feeling myself. Yeah, she did, yeah. she did that, but the one she, she just dropped one recently with uh, Meg Thee Stallion. Yeah. And I feel like I 
I mean, it ain't I Megan nobody, around for her money. I think me personally, I think <laughs> I think her verse is better than Megan's. Like yeah. that's just me, but hey, I'm biased though. I'm. I mean, how can I be biased? They both from Houston, so I was about to say Texas biased, but like, no. Nah, uh, I think Megan I got Megan. her. I think Megan got her, but Beyonce shouldn't have been that close. I think I think Beyonce got her, but yeah, she I guess, shouldn't have been that close. I don't. I mean, I, like, like I'm saying, it's. I'm not saying she was trash or nothing. I'm not saying it was bad. I just said out of the two, I think Beyonce was better on that. You can free intermission. Yeah. But that's what's up though. Staying on top of music, I like to see my niggas keeping open ears. Cause I, I got some, you know, what I'm saying I got some homeboys. As you know, what I'm saying I ask them what they listening to. They still listening to like wipe me down and shit on a regular basis. It's like, bro, there's more. There's a lot of music out there. I know a lot of people complain about like where music is, but the internet like gives you access to so much music if you're willing to just put it in a little bit of work. You know, mm-hmm. you know, work work that little that little little search box a little bit. To work that search box it's it, it's having it's having the patience to listen to something you know because time is so valuable you know you got two three minutes which seems like a long time nowadays you know like, like it's it's difficult for me to watch entire movies and shit. yeah you know what i mean just just all the way through because i get so distracted you know like 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 i watch movies and Fucking around on my cell phone at the same time. Like I don't really. Yeah. <laughs> you know. I be watching. Well, I be watching movies. I be. Uh, I be like, babe, you see that? And then I look over. She over her phone. She be like, huh? Right. <laughs> Work on her Pinterest board or something. Like if I'm on Facebook, and somebody writes a fucking paragraph. Somebody writes a paragraph. I won't even. You know, a lot of times I don't even read it. I just too much to read. I, I feel like that too sometimes. Yeah. It's like, I, and it's not even, it has nothing to do with being lazy or not wanting to read. It's like, I don't go to Facebook or, oh, well, I, Twitter don't let you do that shit, but I don't go to Facebook to fucking read a whole, your dissertation. So, like, it's because I have so much information that I'm trying to take in. You know what I mean? It, it's like, it's like I'm on there and I'm trying to take in so much. Even if I'm on YouTube, it's like I'm just, you know, I'm, I'm quick with it now because. You know, yeah, I know a lot of people, so they're like, time. they'll start watching, when they start a YouTube video, the first thing they do is go to the comments to see what people say. And that determines right. if they're going to watch the whole video or not. All right. Yeah. yeah it's just, I, because it, it's the information. It's the information age, man. Like, yeah. like back in the gap, I could sit back and watch a movie. I could sit back and like talk on the phone for hours. I could I could go outside and ride my bike all day. Not even come in the house. I'm talking in hundred degree weather, and now it's just like it's it's so difficult to unplug. And and I think if 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 I if it was difficult for me by myself to not unplug, it wouldn't be a problem. But like everybody is plugged in. Like like yeah. like I go outside on like Saturdays and like ain't no kids playing, nobody riding their bikes. Like like outside was was the place to be, you know, yeah. and, and now on the know, video life, game live streaming yeah. is the place to be. Now life has become so convenient and you know, it, it's, it's just handed to you on a silver platter. And then, you know, like outside isn't outside anymore because so many people been burned by getting exposed, you, you know, like, like there's really no safe space. And for certain reasons, it's, it's good because 
you know, it's it's that privacy that allows a lot of the fucked up shit in life to happen. But but it it also feels real, like when when you able to to go somewhere or go kick it with somebody and and, and not have it kind of turn into like a photo shoot, e- even though it's normal. But but like I you know like like people start conducting themselves different because they know that at any given time they could go viral for you know being yeah. caught off guard. Yeah. And 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 so you you really don't really yeah that is a crazy it. thing. <laughs> Like you right. do the raw thing. Like you might not even people. Like, I've seen so many videos go viral of like just people dress weird or like having crazy wedgies at the counter at a gas station. So they, they they're completely oblivious that they're even being filmed. And then next thing you know, they're they go viral, and now they right. now they fucking wedgie asses all over the internet. Right. They're the laughing stock of Earth. And it could be anybody. Anybody you know <laughs> at any time. You can get world started at any moment. Right. And and when you have that privacy, man, you you really, especially as an artist, like 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 you really. I I noticed that, like a lot of the, the trouble that I got into, and that I saw. It, it was because, I wasn't I I didn't I I had no way to fucking tell anybody or not that I didn't have a way to tell anybody, but I was okay with not telling anybody, like kind of like protecting the group. You know, and like in the midst of doing so, like you, you get all of these luxuries in life. Like, like you get, you get like the weed, you get the alcohol, you get the fast women. You know what I mean? The parties, the so, and and it's because like, like after it's said and done, like nobody's gonna go tell your mom. You know, like like we're okay with it just kind of staying here. But now, man, you know, we live in a place to where everybody, everybody wants to know what you got going on, and 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 in the midst of doing so. You know, we we've lost a whole lot of luxuries. You know, yeah. Like, like life used to be like outside used to be the place to be. Yeah. You know, like it used to be the place. To be. I remember, like you could go to downtown, downtown Dallas, like the West End. Yeah. And I remember, like that's where we used to go pick up women. You know, like as as a, as a young bull. Like, <laughs> a young like, bull. Yeah, we'd hop on the bus and and just that was like the club or, or like. We would go to the to the movie theater. Yeah. Out there in Richardson. And we didn't even go watch the movie. We just sit outside and park parking lot pimping. We just sit outside the parking lot. And, and that's where we went to go holler at women. Movies fourteen, like right. shout out. And nowadays, you know, it's like I don't do that anymore. You know, I, I'm I'm quicker to send a friend request than I am to, you know, go hit up like a nightclub to see her in real life. It's it's because of that, you know, the internet's provides people with like a safe space you know what i mean yeah especially for like women because you know they give they get the wrong dude some pussy you know what i mean they might have like a stalker or somebody on their head so being able to like watch them from the internet before you know they get close is it's helpful (laughs) yeah it's helpful yeah yeah but you don't have to leave the house to do that yeah yeah so outside just ain't ain't outside I I miss outside. I, I really do. That's all it is. You say that you um don't watch a lot of TV. What what do you, are there any things that are like on the top of your list? Any like Netflix series, movies, or any like um YouTube channels that are like your go tos right now? Mm, I'm in the van life. I I know what you're talking about. I haven't watched it, 
but like my yeah. girlfriend is like obsessed with like tiny houses and shit like that. Yeah, so, like, that's my she shit. Always watches yeah, shit. tiny houses. Yeah, hey, I'm a minimalist. Yeah, you know what I mean. That's why I ride a motorcycle. Yeah, yeah. Like a lot, lot of people who get motorcycles, they get these big motorcycles. They get like, like super sports and these big ass. Yeah, motorcycles. the big Hondas and shit. Big Harley Davidson. Me, I'm like, insurance costs too much. You know, I got me a small bike. Yeah. I pay like seventy bucks for the whole year. In gas? No, in insurance. Oh, insurance. Yeah, like, that's that still still. Yeah, what? seventy bucks. I paid more than that a month. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, my my insurance was more than that a month on my car. I paid seventy bucks for the whole year. You know what I mean? Some people are like, oh, you're gonna step it up, and like, nah, because bigger the bike, the more I gotta pay. I'm gonna check it out. I'm gonna have to get me one yeah. at least to get to like, you know, what I'm saying if I don't. I can still have my car for like groceries and stuff yeah. like that if I gotta take a road trip. But. When I first started it, I rode a scooter, a little Chinese scooter. You know, good on gas, same shit. You know, like 70 bucks for like the whole year for insurance. And I loved the damn thing. You yeah, know what I mean? I don't remember the scooter. You still have it? Yeah, I still got it. Yeah. I need to fix it. But yeah, man, it, it, it was just, um, it didn't cost me nothing, man. Like the damn thing paid for itself. And, you know, like, I'm into, like, that minimalist shit. But I'm yeah. also into travel. I'm into experience. I'm not necessarily into, like, acquiring stuff. I'm, I'm into, like, experiences. Yeah, and like, the more like, stuff just holds you down. Right. Yeah. Like, if I had, you know, $40,000, I wouldn't buy a Carvette. I'd spend, like, 2000 and get, get a Corolla and probably take the rest of it and, and travel. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because I, I I would much I, I would yeah. I enjoy the experience more than I get you a GoPro stuff. and an attachment and you can just YouTube your life and make money off of that. Right. It's, do you watch uh do you watch any like the travel channels or any of the yeah. yeah. That's what got me into the van life shit was because I want to do it. I'm gonna build a van, man. That'd and be dope. dope. If you do, let me know because if you're not gonna document it, I love to document it because people yeah. love that shit. That'd be good uh like YouTube content. Yeah. It, it was like I was looking at cheap ways to travel. And then all of a sudden, I, I got into, like, the minimalist stuff. And then it was, like, van life. It was like you build out this van, and then, like, you live in that, and it's rent-free, and you you actually have the extra money now to, like, put towards, like, gas so that you can, like, travel the states, you know, because it, it's the stuff that keeps you planted in, like, one space. Like, you got to pay the rent. Like, you got... You got bills, you got car notes, like you got all of these things and all of this, all of these materials that, that you're trying to like support and hang on to. And, and, and that's what kind of keeps you stuck and like where you're at. And then it, it was like, you know, like if you really want to like, like free, you know, get you some freedom, you're, you're going to have to like shed all of the weight, travel a little bit lighter right? rather than, you know, having like a, Big old two million dollar freaking RV bus, you know what I mean? Yeah. Scale it on down, you know, like 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 live a more simpler lifestyle so that you can do more, like exp so you can have more experiences. Yeah. You know. That's, That's why I'm real. into it. I'm gonna do it, man. I'm gonna build me a van and travel <laughs> travel America. That'll be cool though. Just get lost. People be like, man, where Larkin? Man? <laughs> I'm in those Montana. Yeah, I'm in Montana, man. Over here. Saying eating s'mores on a mountain. <laughs> <laughs> I know a lot of people. They don't like necessarily. They're not minimalist. They don't live like the van life or anything. But they 
do like go camping in like Colorado and areas like that a lot. And they love it. They feel like it, it like resets them, you know. And they work like normal jobs, everyday shit. And they like to go every, you know, couple months and just like reset, I guess, in wilderness and just experience leave everything behind, just experience the earth. That's what happens when remember I was telling you about those different experiences. That's what happens to those people that have who's successful on the internet. They 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 it's what you call like digital nomads. Like for example, yeah. like all of a sudden let let's say you're a rapper and you know, you, you put your songs on, you know, one of these websites for like a, a dollar. You, you know how you can yeah pay for the song. You just put them onto the song or do like graphic design work or like do some sort of like on like on the web yeah. sort of a job. Then, then you have the the freedom to be mobile. It's what they call like digital nomads to where they have like. I feel like that that's a YouTube channel, like the digital nomad, like a dude who like shows you how to like live your life out of a backpack. He has like his laptop, his camera, and he just like vlogs, make music. I think he like does web development, all that, and he just like. Yeah, lives his life off a computer and he just travels and lives in different coffee shops all around the world pretty much yeah it's that's pretty dope awesome. yeah because it's like your office is wherever you want it to be office all you need is wi-fi yeah yeah all you need is wi-fi man i'll be watching videos about stuff like that you know like not just like van life stuff but just like people traveling like going on road trips or you know like I'm mainly into like the cheap, cheap travel. Yeah, you know, and so a lot of the cheap travel that I see, it's a lot of the off beaten path stuff, but it's just as fun. You know, or sometimes more fun. Yeah, and sometimes more fun because you actually like mixing and mingling with the locals. Yeah, because that's a lot of a lot of people don't realize that because they're just so used to growing up like in their own area. Yeah, you go to these other places like the tourist shit that you're seeing. That's not that that real city or that real country. That's right. just what they want you to see. Because what can happen is, is, is you can go off and go travel. Like, let's say you went over there to like, like Italy, and mm-hmm. you have some people that go to Italy, take a picture, put it on social media, and that's it. They spend the rest of the time in Italy in a motel room. Like, like they, they don't actually, like, go out there and experience the people. They, they don't ex- yeah. experience the culture. They get their picture, then they go eat. to the restaurants. Uh, that the people who live there every day go to, not the one that's famous and you saw in that magazine or on that Instagram post, the one that like that that deli that makes the best sandwiches in all of Italy, but you would never know because everybody goes to the one with the famous name. Right, you have to talk to people in order to figure out where it's at. Yeah, yeah, like like that that that's what I'm I'm into. Like not just going somewhere, but actually like experiencing the culture, like talking to the people, going to like the clubs that they go to or going to the restaurants that they go to. I got like. I got. I, I don't really want to like sh- show up somewhere and just take a picture because yeah. I've done that. You know, you you're somewhere like real beautiful, and then you take this picture and you get all these likes on Facebook, and it's like, man, it's it's very beautiful, and and it's like it gives the the sort of sense like it's like like you sat there for like six seven hours, but really yeah. you was bored <laughs> after twenty minutes. Like you sat left. there and contemplated life or something. Yeah, you got bored after twenty minutes and left. Just, but it was a good picture. Yeah, so you know it's human connection that that, that we really want. You know? yeah. Not not necessarily, you know, it, it, all the rest of it just stuff, man. And and you can have that human connection without stuff, but you know, it, it, you know, society runs off stuff. Like like it's it's people buying stuff that keeps the money rolling. 
Yeah. Um, so to a certain extent, it is what it is. You know, it's it's a, a love hate thing. You know, some, but yeah, that's what I mean. I would love to get paid to do that. Like it would be dope. Yeah, yeah. Now it's it's so much easier because um, like my girlfriend, she has a podcast, like True Crime Podcast, and then I have uh, some other people I'm talking about uh, doing their podcast for them, like just engineering producing it. But like a lot of times, like sometimes people when I bring up the idea of doing a podcast or having a YouTube channel or something like that, they're like, "Well, there's there's other people who do this or do something similar to that." But I'm like, "But that's but they're not you, and they're not coming from your perspective. There are people who are out there." Like when, when my girlfriend's uh from like like let's take her podcast. It's her and her friend. They're both from Texas. Like there are a lot of true crime podcasts out there, but how many of them are two girls that are from Texas or you know from the South and have their their particular perspective, you know, and that is in their age group, you know? There's somebody out there who might love the true true crime podcasts that are already um on the market, but then they relate to to them because like oh i live in texas i know some of these things that they're talking about and they sound like people that i know and they use some of the words and they talk the same way that i talk and so i'm going to gravitate towards them because i can relate more even though i can get the same exact information from 20 30 40 50 a thousand other podcasts you know and i try to convince people because especially now everybody's in their house you know what I'm saying? Or they going going to work or going straight home because of this whole COVID situation. People are dying for content. People can't get enough content, enough media right now. And I feel like it's the perfect time if you ever thought like about doing anything, music, YouTube, podcasts, any of that. Now's the time to try it because people are giving people more chances than they would have because they they need more. So they sitting at the house bored. Yep. Bored in the house bored. Yep. Something to consider. Oh, yeah. I know you you know how to ruffle some feathers sometimes when you want to, like on Facebook and shit. And I feel like you can. I feel like people would be interested to hear what you got to say or some of the some of the mischief you can get into. <laughs> I think people want their feathers ruffled. Oh yeah, they do. They, they beg do. for it, don't they? They do. They be like, please piss me off. Like, yeah. I ain't got shit going on. I'm 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 very uncomfortable at the house. Feeling very pessimistic. I need somewhere to release this shit. And all you got to do is just post some shit. Like all lives matter. You, you know, it, you don't have to believe it. You know, but, but but some people feel better. You know, they 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 need a bad guy. Yeah. And sometimes I'm the bad guy. You know? <laughs> On purpose, just like fuck it. I'm I'm pissed off too. <laughs> yeah. No, <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm, you, I'm feeling fucked up too. I'm like you know. I'm I'm ready to ruffle some feathers. Let let let's 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 debate about some bullshit. Yeah, yeah. And then some. And then other times I'll be just like, this shit is beneath me. <laughs> <laughs> Love real. <laughs> yeah, it, it it's the, the, these conversations do not even equal up to my 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 intellectual capabilities. I I, I will not even grace it with my presence. Yeah. You know? Yeah, no, I feel you. But yeah, that's something to consider though. But yeah. I think we got a lot of got a lot of good content there. <laughs> I appreciate you for coming through, gracing the podcast with your conversation. I feel like it's a lot of interesting points. A lot of funny shit too. <laughs> yeah. And I'm definitely gonna have to have you on again because easy to have a conversation with and you have intelligent points, you know. I don't have to like 
force like, hey, what you got? Meg Stallion got shot in the foot. What you think about that? Like, of course, I know you probably got an opinion on that too. <laughs> yeah. But, but yeah, but that's been stuff for friends. Don't forget. Butt sex. I knew you were going to do it. Go <laughs> 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 stuff for my friends. <laughs>